I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Hello, everyone, and welcome into a bonus episode of the TakeCast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter, at Davis Maddock. In this episode of the show, I drafted a main event team on uh, myffpc.com. That is a $1,900 entry, $500,000 to first place. You guys know the drill. This is the team that I co-manage with Rich Rebar from Sharp Football and Pat Thorman and Evan Silva from Establish the Run. Uh, Evan was not able to join us, so it was me, Rich, and Thorman on the show. We drafted uh, 20 rounds of a high-stakes fantasy football team and pretty much took you through, you know, every pick that we made, talked through all of them, thought out, you know, exactly what we wanted to do, uh, felt pretty good about the result. If you want to see the draft board, a link to that is in the show notes. And of course, if you have any questions about why we did what we did, you know, hopefully we answered a lot of that during the show, but feel free to reach out to any of us on Twitter at any time. If you want to support the show, you can get bonus episodes on patreon.com slash takecast, or you can just leave a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now let's go ahead and get into the show. All right, everyone, uh, bringing back an episode everyone always loves. They love when we do these high stakes main event FFPC drafts on the show. We're not quite to the uh, the overzet ship chasing level where we're willing to do it live. Uh, we, we don't want to, you know, it's a $1,900 draft. I'm not trying to have Raheem Mostert snaked out uh, from, from right ahead of me. So I'm here with Rich Rebar. I'm here with Pat Thorman. Evan Silva has, I don't know, he's like the king of Chicago, so he's got something he's got to do tonight. But uh, Evan, I guess, will be the uh, the silent partner of this agreement. We drafted a team last year together. Rich, what did we we finished second in our in the league in points, but we won the playoff is is what ended up happening. So it was a it was a profitable venture for us last year. Yeah, we actually we actually won our regular season, and I think we're second in points and got in the playoffs. So we got to run this back for we actually got a little bit of change in our pocket and got to run it back. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, the true story. I have I've not had to deposit for a main event since the first one I played in 2019, because I've just been rolling over entries ever since then, which I'm sure they love. I'm sure that's exactly what they, they want to have us, uh, us doing. Um, so yeah, we, we are picking out of the three spot uh, here in, in the main event. And uh, basically we are, we're hoping to get Travis Kelsey here with the first pick. 
Yeah, I think we're all in pretty much agreement. It's pretty easy when you're in the front, get the FFPC, when Kelsey, it's Kelsey or Dalvin, basically, whatever 102 decides to do. But we always like to get Kelsey in these because you never have to chase tight end. You begin these FFPC kind of whirlwinds, and if you miss out on one of those early tight ends, it almost feels like you're chasing, and you almost reach on a Kyle Pitts or a, a Hawkinson early, who are fine players, and they have upside, but uh, you always feel like you're paying for the tax on it in this format. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fant last year and it looked, looked good for a little while, but then you know he ran into uh, all those injuries. We did release Logan Thomas. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> we we literally hit the stone cold nuts and we we dropped him for. <laughs> I want to. We, we, we kept we kept Ian Thomas and released Logan Thomas. <laughs> I want to say we dropped him for David and Joku. I want to say I want to say Silva came at us with like you know the the King Kong. David, David and Joku, like, you know, boss man shit. But we definitely dropped him, uh, so that was a little bit painful. Although, like, doesn't it feel like Logan Thomas, even in the 1.5 uh, PPR, like, even with all of that, like, he still wasn't that good. It was like TJ Hawkinson finished TJ, tight end three last year, and he still wasn't even really that good. Well, Logan Thomas, they get, he got, like, real hot at the very end of the year. Like, he was just kind of meandered the way through the season, and then – he started to really crank targets uh, at the end of the season. He had like back-to-back weeks. I want to say at the end of the season, we had like 15 and 12 targets. And that's when it kind of hit on. But the beginning of the year when we released him, he was kind of getting like the four for 30 and did he score the a touchdown? four for 30, yeah. <laughs> and did he score a touchdown? <laughs> well, I had him I had him on my Scott Fishbowl team and I sat him like every week for Tyler Higby because Higby had that week three, the three touchdown game. And I was like, well, I can't. I got I to gotta start Higby, dude. Higby's going to have another three touchdown game anytime. So I just pulled it up uh, in the game logs. Uh, Logan Thomas through 10 games had 308 yards and three touchdowns. So it's like, what, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, dropping that. yeah. I mean, we, we and did no more spend... than four catches in any of those games. So, so brutal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we Tight did end was a travesty up. last year. What an awful cesspool it was. And we spent a lot of fab dollars at tight end. I mean, I think we, but yeah. you know what we did though? is we didn't pick up Dalton Schultz. I, d- I actually very specifically remember this. We, we your did fault. Not- it no, was, no, my was my fault. I said. No, that, was, that was my fault. You guys wanted him, and I was outside grilling, and I was, it was a Friday night, and I was drinking, and then I just I kept drinking, and I forgot to pick him up. That was definitely my fault. I screwed that one thing up last year on the waivers. <laughs> We did, we did run very hot with the waivers, though. Like, I think most of our running back, like, uh, we had McKinnon. Boston Scott. Uh, we had, yeah, yeah, had the Boston Scott, Scott games. Scott yeah. Yeah, we, we uh, went and, all in on him that week. Yeah, it was, uh, what, it was the Thursday night game the week before He caught bye. that wheel route at the end of the game <laughs> for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. and we yeah, needed we, it. I remember yeah, we, we needed it. it. Yeah. We had Duke Johnson on Thanksgiving. He caught a touchdown, I think, yeah. on a wheel route. It's just two. Yeah, so we picked up all the, right. wheel, all the wheel route. We were like the old Shane Vereen team. Yeah, we, well, were chasing, that, we were chasing RB2 the whole year because, you know, Eckler got hurt right away and we had Big Dog, but then Eckler was RB2 and we would basically just manufacture an RB2 all year and we, we did, did pretty good. Which is, which is honestly how I like to play these leagues anyways, because every, everyone else has such a hard on for every running back during the draft on FFPC. They all go too early and all right, we're here. We taking Kelsey. Yeah, Rich, storming on Rich, it. You, Rich, do you want me to? Do you want me to pilot this? Yeah, go ahead. You can pilot, and if you need me, I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the, uh, the the cockpit right. here with you. <laughs> Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. I, I I pretty much have no concerns about Travis Kelsey. Like I know he's 32, and I know he shaved the beard, but 
<laughs> I mean, doesn't it feel like Kelsey's going to be like Larry Fitzgerald? Like Kelsey's going to be doing this when he's 37. Like he's just going to be running his little, his little uh, dig routes and, and catching passes <laughs> from Patrick Mahomes. Like until he literally can't move. Ooh, Waller went four right afterwards. So oh, we are, we are off to a hot start here. It's Cobb Nation. He was in the, he was in the league with us last year. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I do not recognize any of these uh, team names. Normally I'll recognize one or two, but I don't, I don't recognize any of these people. So uh, hopefully uh, last year I was in, I was in one with the Rotoviz boys. I was in one with, uh, with beers and Dave Cabin. So that was, and we were drafting back to back. We drafted at 10, they drafted at 11. So that was, um, that was pretty brutal. And, and also we were going after the same shitty yep. running back twos on the waiver wire every single week, which There's is nothing worse is not than ideal. having, uh, than having the same structure as someone next to you, like the same team composition. It's the worst. Yeah. Um, yeah. And which is uh, what I, we have here with Cobb nation to open up. Yeah. He goes, he goes there Waller. Uh, Alvin Kamara goes, Ezekiel Elliott goes, I really, I really like Kamara. Like I, 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 I actually wanted to pick Rich's brain on this. Like the saints are like cratering, you know, we got Marquez Callaway going and like, dude, Marquez Callaway in this draft, by the way, he's going to go like round eight or round nine. Uh, just, just preparing you guys for that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, with this, with the news that Tony Jones jr is, is now the second running back on the team. I mean, remains to be seen if that's true. Rich, are you are you super bullish on Kamara? Because I'm super bullish on Kamara. Yeah, I, I felt pretty positive since the Thomas injury. I was positive before, anyways. Obviously, the biggest concern with Kamara, people were talking about the quarterback change, but I always thought it was just the quarterback change in general, not the he won't receive dump offs. Is if you look at the Saint splits without Drew Brees, they've scored basically a point less per drive. And, uh, you know, they've been run heavy in the red zone, you know, and he's the guy that scored 21 touchdowns this year. Those weren't going to happen again. He was a big regression candidate last year, and then it spiked. So I think the touchdown dip is all that I was like a little bit concerned about. Because when you look at this roster, he's still going to command a huge target share. There's just nothing huge. else. It's so, I mean, yeah, and full PPR. And the offensive line is good. Like, they are going to do the same thing. Even with Jameis, they – I know he took some deep shots in a preseason game uh, on Monday night. Oh, but... dude, it had me tingling, Rich. It had me tingling, bro. <laughs> some great grabs there. But they're not going – it's not going to be an old hair on fire Jameis in this offense. It's not going to be. And the same thing is going to be true for Ryan Fitzpatrick in Washington. It's not going to be the old – these guys are chasing points and just throwing it around. I'm sure Jameis might play a game or two and Fitzpatrick a game or two where they play themselves in those situations. But those two quarterbacks will be in a lot more structured environments this season. Yeah. Thorman, you you draft most of your best ball stuff on FFPC, right? Yep, yeah. I just just recently flipped over to underdog, but um, yeah, most of the offseason, the first like three or four months, it was all FFPC. So, uh, are are you like in the in the first round? Are you taking Waller kind of ahead of ADP a lot? Like, because if you want to on FFPC, you could take those guys ahead of ADP and be really light on Zeke and Kamara and Derrick Henry. Um, for the first half of the of the first round, I'm usually grabbing Zeke, I'm grabbing Kamara. Um, but second half of the first round, I'll, I'll grab Waller um, and then come back with, you know, a Mixon or a Gibson in the beginning of the second round um, when I'm picking in the back half. Um, but I, I mean, I, I'm still like, I, I know that you guys mentioned or Rich mentioned that, you know, you don't want to be chasing with Hawkinson um, and Pitts. Like Hawkinson, I, I've, I've had no problem taking Hawkinson um, FFPC pretty much pretty much all offseason just because he's going to get so much volume and with a 1.5 like I really think that even though he's not the elite three like I think he's you know okay to draft right after that I mean he could be right like TJ Hawkinson could catch 
85 passes. Like if the if the mm-hmm. Lions really decide they want to do it. I mean, I know that Sean and Gretch really like TJ Hawkinson. I did uh, a football guys with them, one of the, the 350 championships, and they wanted to take Hawkinson at the three, four turn. And I used one of my vetoes. I was like, no, I'm not. I can't. I can't. I can't. Because yeah. I think I we wanted, I think we took DJ Moore instead. I don't have a problem with Hawkinson at all in the logic to get there. I just feel like you're paying up for it. And that's what always hurts me. You know what I mean? In this format, in these FFPC formats, yep. it always feels like you're, 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 you're paying the tax on it, is what, how I referred to it earlier. Like it's different when you're paying the tax on Kelsey or Waller because you know they're going to, they've already got the target share. They've got the upside. Like Hawkinson, we're still cooking a lot of projection into it and we're paying on that projection. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely see the, the bull case for him though. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey, also, also seems like he's getting more like steadily more expensive as, as we've gone through the offseason. Yeah. And I mean, Ke- like uh, my deal is the tax that you pay, like cumulatively on Hawkinson and Fant and Higby and Andrews, it's actually much greater because Kelsey goes like seventh overall in underdog. Right. And and so like how much tax are you even paying? We're taking right. like three spots ahead of his half PPR. ADP. And then even with Waller, like Waller is like a late second round pick. So you're paying like a round of tax, but someone like TJ Hawkinson, you're paying like four rounds of tax compared to even like his full PPR ADP on like, uh, you know, on the, on the NFC or on, you know, DK best ball or whatever. So like that, that is like when you're, you're taking TJ Hawkinson over like Chris Godwin, you know, then I'm just like, man, I don't know. Like that, yeah, that hurts me to that. do. I agree with that. Like you, you're an underdog. I mean, in the in the in the you know the puppy and stuff, I was able to get him in like the fifth round. Um, so that that didn't that didn't really uh, feel like it was too too much. Yeah, yeah. I like I like uh, I like taking I like taking Hawkinson pretty much. Once you get in that Odell Beckham Robbie Anderson range on underdog, I'm like, yeah, yeah cool. I'll take yeah. I'll take some Hawkinson. Yeah. I'll take some Andrews because it's like. I mean, and, and this is, I mean, the most fascinating thing, the most fascinating story in fantasy football is going to be next off season. When we look back at all these best ball championships and be like, did everyone actually lose their minds where all these wide receivers actually bust? Like it's, we've never <laughs> seen anything like this in fantasy football before. Yeah. It'll be interesting on underdog. Luckily that doesn't happen over here on FFPC. I remember when underdog was all going down like that. I was like, let me hop in an FFPC draft to see if it changed here. And it, everything was still, still, still normal. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mojo pointed out to me the other day that pretty much every main event team now will have like two zero running back teams in it compared to like one from years past, but it's still nothing like this. Like it's, it's nothing like what, what underdog has become. Uh, George Kittle goes in uh, with the fourth pick of the second round. That's well ahead of ADP. So that CH, CH at 203. That's a, is CEH over Gibson, over Jonathan Taylor, over Najee, hey, over Chubb? You don't see that a lot. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Solar Powered has uh, Austin Eckler and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. They follow it up. So, I mean, there is some upside potential there. I just did an article on this this week, though, that, you know, this archetype of running back, you know, you if you, these guys don't score touchdowns, so you're talking about ceiling weeks, you know, Pat Crane's been on the big legendary running back season kick, right? So I went through and looked at the individual weeks uh, of the season, and I pulled up the last decade in PPR formats, just 15% of all RB1 scoring weeks uh, came in a game where a running back didn't score a touchdown. Yep. Uh, which is, which is pretty wild. It was so 85% of all RB one games have a touchdown. So if you're getting one of these guys that might have a floor of five to eight touchdowns, uh, you know, you could be running into some lean weeks here where they are overall numbers. I, really I could mask. see, 
I could see Eckler having a 240 touch season where he scores four touchdowns, to be honest. Like that's in his range of outcomes. And just, just 7% of all top six scoring weeks in PPR formats have come without a touchdown uh, over the past decade. So 93% have a touchdown. So like it, it definitely matters. A lot of people have pushed back on me on Twitter. They're like, it doesn't matter if Eckler scores touchdown. I mean, it kind of does. <laughs> uh, we're, we're sweating. I'm sweating mixing here. Uh, yeah. If you're running if back we- run. If we, don't, if we don't, if we don't get Mixon, uh, I, I actually vote Metcalf here, but it, it, uh, I'm, I'm open to it. Well, Cobb Nation uh, was the guy that took a bunch of running backs last year in yeah, our, in our draft. Going, Mixon. Oh, who nope, we, we got him. Ooh. Okay, so we will go Mixon. Yes. So that is that is pretty nice because there is a, a huge tier break at well at least what I think is a big tier break to Dobbins, Swift, Carson, Montgomery. Yeah. Here's so on where and so we forth. might have our first actual conversation though, pending what happens here at the turn, uh, because uh, Davis, I'm not sure who you have higher between the AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, McLaurin, CD Lamb group. Brown, Jefferson. Uh, well, McLaurin, McLaurin is not in that conversation for me. No. But Brown and Jefferson, one of the two of them will be fine. We did yeah. talk about before, you know, we found out we had 103 that the dream start would be Kelsey Mix and AJ Brown. Can't hate it. Yeah. The problem is the McCaffrey owner always gets two, gets a double dip, two awesome receivers. Yeah, but you know what? I, <laughs> I, I my buddy Pete Overzess says this all the time. McCaffrey yeah. teams love to fuck it up. They love yeah. to fuck it up. <laughs> And, and he, he took out he took Allen Robinson ahead of ADP. So there you go. He took Allen right, Robinson so we got ahead one more of AJ for Brown. AJ Brown here. We, we're just sweating AJ Brown. Who who would you guys go with if Brown go if Brown gets taken? I mean, come Lamb, on, Lamb. Yeah, Allen. <laughs> I would personally have Keenan Allen, but I wouldn't push back on Lamb. If look, if we if I need to save my veto for somewhere else down the line, whatever. But Lamb Lamb is who I would want if AJ Brown goes here. Yeah, I mean, you know, the only reason I wouldn't take Allen is just because he's kind of boring. But I was asking a good reason, so I'm fine with either one of them. Fuck. Oh, yeah, fuck. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, so Lamb, McLaurin, Allen. Yeah, it's Lamb. It's it's Lamb for me. I mean, I just so just real quick. Keenan is never giving us the 10 touchdown season. I really, I really don't That's think fair. he is, you know, and he's, and, and he's wh- got touchdown regression coming the other way. He set career highs and catch rate in the red zone inside the 10. And it's what's his, his end zone and, and targets inside the 10 didn't even spike. He just set career highs and like catch rate and catchable targets. Uh, and, you know, it's the most touchdowns he scored since his rookie season. So yeah, I'm it, okay with it. It's the same process we used on DK Metcalf last year. Literally the same thing. Yeah. Right, just so a little got, more expensive. Lamb's cool. Yeah. All right, let's do it. I mean, and I actually, for what it's worth, I actually think that, so for a while, Lamb was a little bit undervalued when he was going behind McLaurin, when he was going behind Allen Robinson. That was pretty early. He was going behind Cooper at the beginning. He was. And then he kind of got, people were taking him over uh, Justin Jefferson and A.J. Brown for like two weeks. And that was a little bit much. This is just right for him. Like, I think this is the, this ADP is the perfect encapsulation of, well, maybe Amari Cooper is still the alpha. You know, maybe Michael Gallup earns a 19% target share instead of a 15% target share. Maybe the Cowboys are the 2013 Denver Broncos and all of them get there. Which, by the way, <laughs> I, if, I, if I was to pick one team in the NFL to do a 2013 Broncos and have three top 24 wide receivers, the tight end one, and a top 12 running back, it would be the Cowboys for sure. 
Yeah. When you don't even have to count the tight end, like the tight end could still be an afterthought. You know, we were, we're maybe hoping one of those guys hit, but none yeah, of them have. Yeah. I mean, what Julius Thomas teams. scored, Julius Thomas scored 12 touchdowns on like 55 targets or something. Yeah. The Tanyan, the Tanyan season. Yeah. I kind of like Tanyan, by the way. Like you can regress and still kind of mitigate it with just a little more volume. Well, it's like, it's like they got, uh, kind of an anomalous season out of MVS actually being efficient with his deep throws and stuff like that. And they also, I mean, look, you know, we all love Devonte Adams, but I don't, they don't need to throw every play from the three yard line to Devonte Adams this season. They might spread it out a little bit. I'm cool with it. So yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Mahomes, <laughs> um, Mahomes went three Oh seven. Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Patrick Mahomes, that guy's going to high T. He is going to hate his team by about by about week three. He's going to be like, why did I even pay to play in this league? That's I've the seen highest this... tee. That's the highest tee. No, highest tee would have been taking DeAndre Swift there and starting Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. Two, two power backs and a quarterback. Oh, man. Okay, so uh, Daryl Henderson with this, with this Sony Michelle stuff, because I kind of mentioned earlier – Henderson's probably going to be on the clock for us at five, three. I'm not going to be pounding the table for him or anything. I, I still like Daryl Henderson, but I think I acknowledge that I am higher than the market on him at this point. I want to get Thorman's take on it, but I will say with us taking lamb, it makes me want to have more insurance. At really, wide receiver. really pound wide receiver. Yeah. Like if, we, if I would have felt a lot like if we would have got Justin Jefferson or AJ Brown, who I believe are a little more locked in. Agree. Uh, I would, I would be like, all right, we can maybe roll the dice if we hit, if it, you know, in there, uh, in that area. But with us taking Lamb, him being the guy, I would definitely probably encourage us to go wide receiver, wide receiver here with our next two picks. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, on, on Henderson, it's like, I, I mean, I, I think they're kind of telling us what, what they think of him. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think they distrust him, but with the moves that they've made over the last couple of years, don't, don't scream that they trust Daryl Henderson. Um, and I know Michelle hasn't, you know, caught passes with the Patriots, but I don't think that's because he can't catch passes. Like he caught passes to Georgia. They just, I mean, you know, the Patriots just run their offense that way. I mean, you know, Damian Harris isn't going to catch passes. You know, Blount never caught, caught, like that's just the way they yeah. run their offense. So I don't think he can't. Um, I don't really know exactly if they're going to play him at the goal line or, or, or Anderson. So there's a lot of unknown there that I think um, it's just to bake that into a fourth round pick is, 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 is kind of aggressive. Yeah, I, I did really like him before. I did too. Um, Me too. I, I wonder I wonder if he didn't have this hand thing, if they would have been as aggressive. I did think they would always bring in somebody after roster cuts. You know, it could have literally been anyone. But them you know? trading picks even <laughs> That's lower. That's different. That's different. Yeah, even even low leverage like picks, still even just making a trade instead of just signing Duke Johnson or something. It's that was different. Cut. It it's is. Different. It is. There's just no way around it. Yeah. They hate draft picks. Uh, solar powered, he actually went for the most high T start Austin Eckler. And then, you know, he was feeling low T cause Austin Eckler's not going to get enough carries. So he took CH and then he took James Robinson with a three ten. People have lost their minds with James Robinson, dude. What are we doing? This is unconscionable people playing fantasy football. Like just it's, this is bad. This is, I, most of the time I will try and ascribe a shade of gray, but this is bad. Take him over Chris Carson. You're out of your mind. It's crazy. You're crazy. 
taking him over, taking him over Carson, taking him over uh, even David Montgomery. I don't even like David Montgomery, but David Montgomery is, is in a better spot than James Robinson is. We don't even know for sure that James, they view James Robinson as the starter. I, I, okay. I had literally forgotten that urban Meyer was, was Carlos Hyde's head coach at, at, at Ohio state. I had completely forgotten. Gosh, give me so much Carlos Hyde first and 10 runs. I'm going to pull our hair out. <laughs> I mean, the thing with James Robinson is, you know, just you're not going to get the workload you got last year. He was another guy. He outkicked his touchdown production. Then he, he was, uh, you know, on pace for so There's probably going to be a little re- regression there. He had a lot of distance touchdowns that are from in the receiving game, especially that probably aren't going to be stable. Um, and, but what he's, he won people money. So they're going to go back to it. Like that's just, they always do. Uh, you know, when you have a guy break out and you got in the 10th round, they go back to it. That's what you, people do every year. Yeah. I mean, I had also forgotten this. I went back and looked at some of the game logs, the Seahawks straight up benched Chris Carson for Carlos Hyde multiple times last season. Uh, that, that 34, 37 game against Arizona, 49% snap share for, Carson was that not the uh, game he got hurt I'm trying to think oh which... maybe it was maybe it was okay he that got would make up more one sense. of the games that would that would make more sense but they did there was some times where he did flash he had a long touchdown run maybe that was the game <laughs> he it was this Arizona game he did get hurt do you remember um, that Carlos Hyde actually even already played for the Jaguars no no but I <laughs> so wasn't it wasn't it that he was wasn't it that he was on the Jaguars and then he oh that you know, was this that the was the chub season that yeah. was the chub okay there we <laughs> go yeah there we go so I, solar I powered had... went running back again <laughs> so he's he look he, he decided these people are crazy letting david montgomery fall this guy's gonna hate his team i mean R- these RB people times four unbelievable oh <laughs> i mean uh, we, are, we are we are people that like to chase a little bit of a elite running back season and like to have a little anchor but uh yeah. I, I can imagine the ship chasing guys of losing their minds looking at this one no that i mean the ship chasing guys would be mocking us for taking joe mixon over oh, DeAndre easy, Hopkins. easy. They, they would be like they'd be like deandre hopkins falls past adp and you take joe mixon they'd be laughing at us yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah uh, I mean, uh, level level three offender might be a ship chaser. He starts Diggs, Kittle, Amari, Cooper Cup. Pretty pretty good. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I have no. That's a good draft. Like he he knows exactly what he's doing. He got good value on all those guys. I probably would have taken DJ Moore over Cooper Cup, but I mean, that's that's. Piddly. And he's the only one that's fully locked into zero RB. We got a Everyone, one anchor team uh, at the back Lockett end went. there. I had the prayer that Lockett was going to slip a few more. So, so we got Deontay, the, uh, the Bucks guys, you know, assuming we want to go, you know, wide out here. Um, so I, I actually think T is the play here, but okay. uh, I, I bet Rich is actually not in on the Bengals at market price. Um, I like T. I definitely don't like him more than guys like Godwin and Deontay, especially in this format, but I don't have a problem with either. He's definitely the kind of archetype of wide receiver I look for. It's well, I use. He, he might survive the turn too. Because everyone he, went wide receiver last time. That's true. Um, I might. Uh, I used my. I used my power up on CD Lamb. <laughs> I do. I don't want to take Deontay, but I. I acknowledge that that is uh, a pretty biased position. 
I mean, can I, can we entertain Mark Andrews at all? We could if he makes it through the turn, I think, because then that would just be such insane positional value, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would assume McCaffrey he, did. He, he, he won't make it. He won't make it through the turn. I mean, the if so, if we had gotten AJ Brown, I think we could. You know what I mean? But it's just it feels very thin, right? Right. Both both Bucks receivers just went, so we're one away. Um, yeah, Deontay. Uh, Julio Higgins, Thielen, Ayuk. I don't want. I, I don't want Ayuk here. I don't want. I I don't care what happens with these next two picks. Really, as long as we don't uh, take Adam Thielen. So I thought you might fight back, uh, Deontay. <laughs> fight back on Deontay. No, no, right, no. Deontay, so Deontay is good here. You want Deontay? I mean, how do you yeah. feel about it, Thorman? I, I think he's fine. I, I think Higgins is also fine, but I also think he might make it through this, this turn. So I don't think Deontay's going to. So I yeah, think Deontay, probably... Deontay won't make it. T is probably like 50%. I mean, I like T better, but it's not really that big of a difference. All right, cool. Let's go Deontay. This is also, this is also a good hedge because this will be my only managed team that has Deontay Johnson for sure. So I, don't, I mean, I know I, I understand that, that Deontay, yeah. he's, he's easy to, to bag on for the yards or target in the system he's in, but man, he still has more upside. Like he's a guy that, you know, Matt Harmon's shown that like he's a guy that is, he's open on every level. So my, my very simple position for him is that I think he stands to lose the most if Ben really goes in the tank. And I think we saw that at the end of the year as his production declined and they started using Juju more. And I think they can say whatever they want. They tried to let him go. They didn't pay him very much money. Juju is the foxhole guy. Juju is the third and five. He's the dude, you know? That's really basically I, my I, only take. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that line of thinking. It's just a tough situation. They got to take out a read on. I mean, yeah. it's tough to be super confident in, 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 your, in your position on that. Um, team, so two's, team two's got a fire start as well. Got, yeah, this team's yeah, really good. Andrews. Um, all right, so we got a couple here, and then we go with T if he's there. Yeah, I mean, and then if T goes, uh, are we I mean, taking? Are we just? Are we just going in on Judy? I don't mind that at all. I, I mean, you got the you got the fucking love Jerry Judy. Yeah, you got the right quarterback today. Um, so yeah, I mean, as far as running backs, it's like obviously we're not picking Jacobs. Um, you know, Henderson, no. Henderson, Javante, Mike Davis. I don't want Mike Davis. No. Josh, Josh Jacobs just went. <laughs> I mean, we got we got guys like you know Edmonds, Mostert, Gaskin. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, we got we got options at, at running back too. And I mean, dude, just like Mixon really did give us so much optionality because if we want, we can roll into Week One with Naheem Hines at running back too. Oh, Higgins went right before us. Um, all right, so I'm yeah. I'm Judy or Chase here. I don't care which one. Rich, yeah, I, yeah. I'm fine with Judy or Ayuk. Um, and Thorman okay. doesn't want Ayuk, so we're yeah, on no, the I'm, I'm 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 fine with Judy. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in on Ayuk at this this level cool. here. Yeah. All right, Judy. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, team team two is is the dream, man. 
Yeah, team two is team two is having. He's got Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Brown, landed Mark Andrews well after ADP, uh, and then T Higgins. That is a that yeah. is a that is a that's team is better than ours right now. Which is we we can catch him, but his team is better than ours right now. Yeah, the Andrews kind of is a cherry on top there. Waiting. That yeah, long. that's really that's really nice. Claypool goes to Cobb Nation right after Brandon Ayuk goes right after, so that is going pretty. To type, what did I say about Christian McCaffrey teams? They love to fuck it up. Guy takes Josh Jacobs at the 5-1. <laughs> Julio Jones and Josh Jacobs. JJ. People love him. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, Time for me to grab a beer. So probably for our next pick, we are hoping to get Visca and uh whew, who i i guess mostert mostert or edmonds yeah most are edmonds would be good yeah let's see what do we land we we landed on lamb so we can probably at the next turn entertain Dak as well if we want probably in the seventh if we want to go that route we don't have to force the stack uh but it will probably no, be open I, to us I, in the seventh. I, so like here's the thing you love getting Dak and you're looking at your lineup and you're like, yeah, dude, I got Dak. I got lamb. No one's beating me. And then someone takes Justin Fields in the 15th and Fields is starting week two. And you're like, shit, these guys, these dude, this dude is matching, you know, this dude's matching me a quarterback <laughs> yeah. with the 15th. I mean that, and that is because it's part of it is also like, we don't know which elite quarterback is going to regress and which elite quarterback is going to have the elite season, right? Like you just, that's an unknowable thing. Right. Something, something will go wrong. I mean, so many things went wrong for Lamar last year, right? Like the, you know, they were one of the teams most impacted by COVID and his, all his wide receivers got hurt. And given line. Yeah. Will offensive line. Like you just, you just don't know. Um, you know, Kyler Murray hurts his shoulder after starting the year, like hot fire. You just don't know. Like you just don't know. Yeah. Team two set up to be looking at Kyler too, man. He's. Hmm. The blitzers. The blitzers are blitzkrieging us. Well, I mean, someone someone always – it just feels like in every draft, especially in the main event, one team just kind of benefits from how running back hungry everyone is, you know? He's the guy. He's the guy right now who's getting it. Like, like solar-powered should have taken Mark Andrews. He didn't. Level uh, Team 9 already had George Kittle the other teams needed wide receivers. And so, you know, we already had Kelsey. So it just, it kind of just order of operations. He just got lucky. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen goes. So there's our second quarterback off the board. That's a little, I mean, that's definitely later than they go in best ball. Allen, Allen at five, eight is a little bit later. Yeah. Those top guys should probably fall right off pretty soon now. Yeah. They're about to start going. I mean, Dak might slip just because people are worried. There was a couple. There was a good report today that he had some zip on the ball, and everything seems pretty positive. I'm not. I'm not worried about Dak at all. Like, I mean, it. it I feel like. I feel like the the uh, panic meter around the Cowboys organization would be much higher if they were actually worried. Like, we we would have seen them, you know, trade for Mike Glennon or do something like that because they can't. I mean, it's, it is, it is malpractice that they're going into the season with Cooper rush and Ben DiNucci as their backup quarterbacks, considering what like Andy Dalton <laughs> say, whatever you want, 
Andy Dalton is like a, a C minus NFL quarterback, but Danucci and Rush are are F minuses. Like it's it's a problem. Yeah, it looked like Andy Dalton kind of failed last year, but it wasn't just Andy Dalton. I mean, the rest of the offense was, was completely destroyed too. So I think if, if the if the offensive line was healthy last year, I think that yeah, he would have looked Dal- a lot better. Yeah, he would have been. I mean, he he would have. I don't know. I mean, it's just such <laughs> it's such it's such a joke that uh, that Andy Dalton is starting this week one game for the Bears. But you're right, he would have looked a little bit better. Boyd Boyd goes pretty early to the the zero RB team. He's now got Diggs, Kittle, Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd. Then Debo goes right after there. There Daryl Henderson goes at the five eleven running back twenty two. That's right about right to me. I, I think that seems about right to where he should go. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah, lower end RB two with upside. That's kind of where he where he is right now. The people who are the people who are really missing the boat are the people who are ranking Sony Michelle in the, the top thirty running backs. Like, I, I I can't get there. I mean, maybe I'll be wrong, but I, like I don't know. Rich, can you create a bull case for Sony? Like, I guess he scores thirteen touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I think that where he falls back is to where like where people were considering Latavius Murray, right? That exact. That's right where he should go, right? The, yeah. the James Conner, Gus Edwards, yep. uh, Latavius Murray range. That's that yeah. is the that is the perfect spot for him. Yeah, that's how I would treat it. Like similar to the outlook of what he needs, the doors he needs to open, like Latavius did. Yeah. Uh, do you guys are you guys interested at all in Javante for this team? If he comes we could back, be. I, I mean, yeah. We, I mean, I don't think he's going to make it back another. You know. 10 picks or whatever, nine picks. But if he does, I, I certainly would be. Yeah, how many yeah. Broncos you guys are looking to invest in? Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, good point. Good. No, hey, hey no, 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 you're fine. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves supported three top 26 wide receivers <laughs> and Mike Davis last year. <laughs> you, you never know. Did. Yeah. yeah I, I would have rather had T. Higgins and Levered up to Cincinnati than, than Denver, but still. I still like Sermon more than Javante just because I think the, 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 the end of the season schedule is just so good and everyone's stacking these 49er teams. He's kind of the leverage against it. Everyone's stacking Ayuk and Lance and Kittle. Like we've seen them before. Like when the 49ers under Shanahan blow teams out, like it's typically a running back going nuclear. Was it Mostert in the playoffs? Yeah, Mostert against Kevin Green Coleman Bay. against the Panthers. Like, uh, I feel like he's kind of like the, the way to kind of arbitrage into, into that 49ers schedule. Um, I do, I, I like him a little bit more, um, but I'm not, I don't have that much pushback. We're in the, the zone here. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, uh, this is the zone where once, once, uh, once Odell and Miles Gaskin go, then you're start. You're it's you're just like, well, I hope I get this right because I feel very not confident about the pick I'm making. Um, uh, Chase Edmonds, another guy that we could take here if we we're uh, wanting to to take care of that running back two slot early. Do you like do you like uh, Sermon over Edmonds? Um, I do for like, like the full, like all encompassing picture. Uh, like Edmonds is a good, I think solid glue guy in this format. There's Javante off the board. Visca. Oh, well, he got Debo and Visca together. So you got San Francisco Debo and Jacksonville Debo. <laughs> there we go. He's, uh, he's, uh, coming around from his, from his he's, he actually start. has, he actually has five running backs or six running backs. He started with six he's running backs. Got six running backs. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I mean, it's flawed. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what, uh, let's see if, uh, if, if the zero RB team bites on, uh, it would be so funny for the zero RB team to bite on Mike Davis. That would be, I mean, how, per- how perfect would that be? I mean, Mike Davis has the most fragile projection in the NFL. Like, if, I think he's got like the most fragile projection of anyone going in the top 100 picks. It's hard to really argue against that. Yeah. Like, oh shit, Quadre Olison took the first carry in week one. What do we do now? We just spent a fifth <laughs> round pick on Mike Davis. Yeah. We want to get, want to get CPAT five touches a game from the backfield. Oh my. Oh, oh he took, he took Kareem Hunt. Okay. All right. The, the zero RB team took Kareem Hunt. There we go. And then Mike Davis goes, Robbie Anderson goes. We're up in three picks. Um, so I think we could go a couple different directions here. Um, I think we could take a wide receiver, obviously. Uh, I yeah. think we could take we could take Edmonds. We could take Sermon. Uh, this also is pretty late for Lamar yeah. Jackson, 6'10". I'm so bitter now that we didn't take Andrews because we could have went Andrews Lamar, I think. Andrews mm-hmm. Lamar, yeah. With Kelsey. Now, I, I'm looking at our roster right now, and I'm, I'm where are the touchdowns? Yeah. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's what I'm looking that's at. Legit. That's legit. what I'm looking at right now with us going. Well, we know. took Deontay over T, and T was the touchdown guy. Yeah, he was one, one spot no, back. No, T, 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 had, T had gone before we picked. Yeah, on the background, yeah. On the yeah. background. Um, yeah. oh, 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 that's right. No, my bad. Wow. Uh, okay, Logan Thomas goes. So I, I feel like. I feel, I guess, probably Sermon, and then we just if we we take one of these quarterbacks, we got we got Kyler, we got Lamar, and we got Dak all here. So do we take do we take the running back, and then we we just take one of these quarterbacks? Yeah, that, that, that's cool with me. Um, yeah, Juju just went. <laughs> Receivers start. This is right where it kind of starts to thin out. This so. is we where could, yeah. we we could also take Gallup. We could also take Gallup and then lock in Dak with our next pick. Pretty much, I I feel extremely confident Dak would be there with our next pick. I would lean, yeah. I mean, I I, I, I like AB better than Gallup, and, and I'm I'm obviously I I actually Cowboy, I actually Cowboy don't. Guy. Yeah, I don't hate I don't hate AB. I don't hate Sermon. I don't hate Edmonds. Rich, what what, what do you think of here? Um, I would be okay. It's it's. I would say if we pass on Sermon. For Gallup, then we would have to take Edmonds or Mostert coming back. Yeah. So um, let's let's so, not do that. Let's just take let's just take uh let's just take Sermon. Sermon. Okay, let's do it. I but we could have had the Andrews Lamar. We could have had Andrews Lamar. <laughs> that it, it it hurts a little bit. Like it does hurt. Uh yeah, damn wide receiver really thinned out on us there because in our little pre-draft. It always thing, does. We, this is the area. We were we were hoping to get LaVisca with that pick. We, we kind of went through our little schematic before the draft and we were hoping to get LaVisca Chenault there. He goes, what, five picks ahead. The Devonta is, is still there. Um, AB, I don't hate either at this spot. Um, so on the way back, we, like, we can, we can still backfill where we see yeah, here. I definitely like Devonta a lot, a lot more than both those guys, just because the, the target upside compared okay. to, you know, he's not so, fighting with anybody. So yeah. we took Sermon that means that we don't need to be sweating the Ronald Jones, James Connor types because we already have that. We just paid a little bit more. Yeah, of a I knew price for that it. Hopkins owner would get Kyler. I called that a couple rounds ago, or like when we turned here. Yeah, he set it up. 
Um, so that team, that team is really good. It is. Wow, that's interesting that he took Kyler over Lamar. I would have, I would have preferred Lamar. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I prefer Lamar Andrews over Hopkins to Kyler because I feel like that's got like a six combo touchdown week to it in week 16 or week 17. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas like Hopkins is going to be like 11 receptions, 123 yards. I mean, that's, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Okay. So Lamar Damian and Dak, Harris. Damian Harris, Lamar and Dak are both still there. And, uh, or we can go Devonta. What do you think, Rich quarterback or wide receiver? I still think we need more receivers than this. I don't I agree because we we're, we're kind of trailing on the receivers. We're getting like our second choices every time. Yeah. So no, we we did. We got our second choice at every pick. Every so we, every all the last three receivers picks, we we did not get the guy we were targeting. So yeah, I, I agree. We should probably bolster that a little bit. And if we wind up, you know, getting a, a Lance Tannehill you know, uh, combo later, uh, that's fine. If we miss out on one of these quarterbacks yeah. here. Um. I probably prefer AB over Devonta. Just get like the the Buccaneers' third wide receiver might see more targets than the Eagles' top wide receiver, but that's close. I tell you, I I think Brown probably score more touchdowns. Brady really does seem to like him in those short areas, and yeah, which is so like so funny because we're losing all of these two v twos. I like have no exposure to these guys. These are like I, I mean Judy, I have a ton of. Lamb, I have a ton of, but I don't have a lot of uh, uh, Deontay or Judy. All right, A, a B or Devonta, Rich, make it, you make, got you guys already. You guys uh, two two uh, uh, A B. Well, I don't feel that strongly about it. These are yeah, two no. guys I have like none of. Like I don't have I mean, any, and it does it sets us up to take a, a Hertz who is as cheap as he has been all draft season. Hertz yeah. has never been this cheap. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know listen, what? I, I, I'm, I, I'm I'm switching. I'm switching. <laughs> I'm taking the rookie. Give me the rookie over the old guy. Getting back to my roots. Take the rookie. Take the rookie. We've got a pretty got strong it. dynasty roster right now. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, look, we had a we took a 32 year old in the first round, so we really need to get the average age of our roster down. Um. All right. So through seven rounds, we have Travis Kelsey. <sighs> Cobb Joe Mixon took Cobb Nation took Wilson over Lamar and Dak. Well, that is just. But he bad. had DK. I yeah. don't care. I don't care. That's that's an example of like overstacking. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he was not imagining that Lamar and Dak would be there in the seventh round. Like, I mean, frick, I really wish we would take in Mark Andrews now because having having Lamar and Lamar and Mark Andrews is such a cheat code when it works. Well, we would have been able to flex Kelsey, so it's like basically getting a wide receiver still in the flex. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we are like, I mean, if we had Mark Andrews instead of uh, Deontay Johnson, we just, you know, Devonta Smith is your wide receiver three injuries, bye weeks, bus, whatever. Like, it it does not feel great. All right, so we got Kelsey, Joe Mixon, Ceedee Lamb. Deontay Johnson, Jerry Judy, Devonta Smith. Luckily, on the FFPC, they are going to leave us some dudes. They are going to leave us TJ Shark. They're going to leave us McCole Hardman. They're going to leave us Will Fuller. Will Fuller, in particular, the FFPC drafters don't seem to like. So we got uh, we we 
We have his ADP is in the tank, but he, I mean, he just practiced this week. So I didn't like people were letting him fall. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's, it's nice to have to like, we will be, we will be doing a little bit less panicking at RB two. I think having, having Trey Sermon won't have to be churning quite as much fab on uh, your, your Boston Scots of the world this year. Well, he's still a guy that we'll have to still calibrate for, you know, early in the season, you know, just to kind of feel out. It could be a situation. But, I mean, you look at Mostert's career, the big bugaboo for Mostert in his career is he's been really bad near the goal line for the 49ers, and they've been cognizant of it. Uh, you look at his usage near the goal line, uh, Kyle Shanahan has, has, has really gone in the other direction when they've had other options than him. And I think that's where immediately, you know, Sermon comes in. Uh, so for his career, uh, Mostert has converted just three of 13 carries inside the five for the 49ers. Other 49ers backs, 18 to 34, 53% to 23%. I think it's where Sermon steps in right away. The only thing, too, is, uh, you know, is Lance a red zone package guy, too, early in the season? I think we could see some Lance runs early in the season. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's actually interesting. I have not heard anyone throw that out, but like the Lance packages. I, you know, oh, it's we, happening. Heard, I, yeah, I've heard, heard it about Cam. All the beats, all the beats have said that if Garoppolo starts, if Lance doesn't win this job, that they that Lance will still appear in these games during the season, a lot like 2012 Colin Kaepernick did. Uh, so, I mean, because they've shown us no designed runs with Lance, and we know for sure they're practicing because every first straight, first team rep that Lance got the first couple weeks were runs. Every time he got a first team rep, that it was a designed run. And that all from all the reports in camp, they weren't having him throw. So I know that it's a package. They just haven't shown it to us because they've been working on it though. Yeah, that's uh, I guess that's, that's good stuff to know. Um, Antonio Brown goes, Corey Davis goes very early seven ten for Corey Davis. I guess, I guess that's kind of just where the market's at with him now. Yeah. That's about where I have him. I thought he was, you know, I had him at that like lower end wide receiver three range and rankings. I thought he was, you know, way above ADP. Um, that's just what he is. He's kind of like, you know, in a very Jarvis Landry ish situation, like year one, when he went to the Browns. Yep. That's kind of like, yeah, where I thought, I thought, you know, wide receiver 50 was too low wide receiver 36, 35 ish is where he should be. Yeah. You know what? There, there's plenty of wide receivers left. We're going to get, we're going to get plenty of guys who catch passes and we don't have to waste a second roster spot on a tight end. You know, uh, which is is nice because when you when you don't get one of those top three guys, I feel like you need to you got to take an Evan Ingram. You got to take a Gerald Everett or whatever when you are when you're doing the non elite tight end start. So that saves us a roster spot that we can I mean, we can use that on a, you know, a, a Darrington Evans or a Tevin Coleman or whatever at the end, too. So talk to like, me. The thing, the thing about like hoping to get <clears throat> Lance or Fields or whatever is. I think there's a pretty wide range of, of possibilities of where they can go. It's, it's kind of tough to game, you know, yes. w- when they're going to be there. They could just pop off, you know, w- without warning. Yeah, they could Fine. go. I mean, you, someone could take Trey Lance ahead of Brady. Like, someone could just yeah. be like, all right, round nine, Trey Lance. Like, let's go. Yep. Talk to me about Devonta Rich, because I, I have not been able to be sold on him on underdog. And part of that was, so, you, you know, beginning of the offseason, you could get guys you kind of liked around him and now he's just super expensive like as every wide receiver is so talk to me about about devonta well i think that's about where he should be lower end wide receiver three like wide receiver 35 to 40 you're talking about these first round rookie wide receivers uh chase was getting a little bit inflated because you know he was the top guy 
but last year's rookie class one, it was a, a better objective class overall. And two, they played in a historic environment for scoring points. So all those guys, you know, benefited from having high seasons. It kind of elevated a guy like Chase. No one else was really going along for the ride though. Devante Smith and Waddle were kind of still going where typical first round wide receivers go wide receiver three wide receiver four ish. Um, but yeah, I think he just, he steps right in. He's, he's obviously the most talented guy they have. He gets open at will, uh, you, you know, got a guy like J- Jalen hurts who is willing to uncork it. I mean, he led the NFL in eight out last year. I think they'll give him some more funny throws. And then if the league, man, listen, my whole thing with Devontae Smith is part galaxy brain too. Cause if the league gets off their hands and De- Deshaun Watson's allowed to play, I still believe he's going to be traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. And if he ends up being able to play the back half of the season, when rookies hit that kind of stride, I mean, I'm still kind of cooking that upside as a potential outcome that can come in or Jalen Hurts could just be better. He could be as good as you believe he is, uh, you know? So I think as a wide receiver four, he's kind of ideal what you look for a guy that's going to get stronger as the season goes on and just kind of has the, the lead targets kind of already wrapped up, you know, coming into the season. Hey, I just had uh, a former Eagle staffer on my show who was there watching Jalen Hurts in practice every day for this last year. And he said, Jalen Hurts is the truth. He was like, dude, he's going to be so good. And I look, I think that the Philadelphia beat writers of any team I have ever encountered, they are the most negative beat writers there are. They love mm-hmm. to criticize the coach. They love to criticize the quarterbacks, right? I mean, Wentz just got buried, dude. Every year since his MVP year, the media in Philadelphia would just bury that guy. So I'm not surprised to hear negative shit about Jalen Hurts this early on. Right. And he's that kind of guy that, you know, old school football beats are, are going to dig in on too. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, he's the archetype of guy that they don't believe in. Yes. Literally. <laughs> literally. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We're coming up here at. 810. Yeah, you yeah, Callaway come off Callaway, the board. 808. I told you, I said, guys, he's going in the eighth rounds. Just be be ready for it. Uh, I feel I feel like our team could use so there's two different ways we could take this. We could say we don't want to start Devonta week one. Let's take Jarvis Landry and eat up, get a get a safer floor guy, or we could say, What's our plan here? We want to score some fucking points. Let's take McCall Hardman. Yeah, I, I put I moved Hardman and Mike Williams into the. I, I feel like I feel like those are kind of our we get we take we take the safe guy and we say we're not starting Devonta Smith week one, or we say uh, let's 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 shoot the moon and take McCall Hardman. Uh, both I think are are fine and and you know what Mike Williams and DJ Shark too I think are our options as well. Yeah, I mean, I still want more receivers with this. I feel like we've got some volatility at wide receiver where we got we've got more potential than bankability. Mm. I agree. Yeah, I, I have no problem with Williams. I have no problem with Hardman. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I don't think I don't, I don't know if we can make a bad pick here. I mean, we can. <laughs> <laughs> we can just let it run out and get ATN. <laughs> Thorman, you're um, close. You're close to boots on the ground. Do you have a, a Damian Harris uh, take? Uh, how are you feeling about the situation for Damien Harris? I don't, I don't think he, I don't think it changes very much today. Anyway, I mean, he's he's a two down guy on a team that's going to be defense and run first with a good offensive line. So there's value in that, but he's not going to catch passes. I mean, nothing changed, and whether it's you know Stevenson or, or whatever, you know, he's just playing the Michelle role or you know that we were expecting Michelle to play. So I don't think um, Harris gets much of a boost, if anything, for what what happened today. Um, all right, so are we taking oh, we're up. Who, who, who do you guys want? Williams, Hardman, Landry, DJ I, Clark. 
I want I want Hardman. I want Hardman on a main. Now, obviously, Hardman has a better chance to be there coming around. That's what yeah, I was going to ask. You. Do you believe he makes it? Do you may, believe he makes it through? Yeah, like uh, Williams is showing up on the main page. Hardman's not going to show up on the main. Yeah, page. let's let's take let's take let's take Big Mike. We we shorted we purposely shorted Keenan Allen earlier. Um, right. So let's uh, let's do that. And so, so well, there's, there's a good I am uh, I'm two for two on Mike Williams in main events. Took him, took him on Monday night too. Sony, Sony, Sony went that round in the eighth. Dude, what are we doing, people? A team Sony, that didn't need him. A team that didn't need him either took him. Sony goes. I mean, look, Sony's best case season is like what Melvin Gordon is going to do for the Denver Broncos. It's going to piss all of us off when Melvin Gordon does it, but he's going to do it. I mean, you have a team with Ezekiel Elliott and Najee Harris taking Sony Michelle. That one uh, doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. When you have Ezekiel and Najee Harris, like you need to be taking just like six straight receivers. Yeah, yeah the luxury is you don't have to even think about running back. It's like taking yes. the first. Yes. Like we saw team five took Kamara Gibson and then just went pass catcher for five rounds. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. I feel I feel good about Mike because we start we got to ask ourselves where the touchdown's coming from. There's one of the answers. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, I'm uh you know me, I'm a little more touchdown driven. That's why I brought up Andrews at the point he did. Like I a lot of analysts will 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 tell you that touchdowns are random. I believe that no. they are are not as random as they as other analysts will no, tell you. No, some guys, are. some guys <laughs> score touchdowns. Keenan Allen, not a dude who scores touchdowns. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm I'm much more with you than the other way around. These, the, the, I mean, everyone's got stacks in this draft right now. Hopkins, Kyler, Keenan, Herbert, uh, DK, Ross. Um. And, all right. So we uh, we're going one pick, one pick away from Nicole. Is that is that what we're thinking? Yes, and because our, so we're looking at our stack options right now. Herbert's gone. Ben, who we don't really want. Dak is gone. So really, the only stack option we have is Hertz. That doesn't mean we can't figure one out. I guess if we took, I guess if we took Mooney or Shark here, that would set up a more obvious stack. Um, if if anyone wants to advocate for that, problem is I just don't like Mooney. I just straight up do not like Mooney uh, at this cost. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're we're not, we're not gonna. And Nicole's not. I mean, I'm okay though. with him, but uh, you know, obviously gonna have a lot more faith in Patrick Mahomes than what's going on in Chicago. Yeah, I I think I think hard. I think Hardman. I think we take Hardman. I guess let me look and see how far down Jalen Hurts is. It's a while for Jalen before Jalen Hurts comes up. So oh yeah, no, I, we're I think, like he's not he, going right now. Anyways, yeah, he's, he's uh, next to Trey Lance too. So obviously Lance is probably gonna go first with the way yeah. things are going. Yeah, I think we go hard. I think we go Hardman, and we and we try to take uh, Hertz in round ten at ten ten. Dig it. All right, feeling I'm I'm breathing a sigh of relief about the wide receivers <laughs> now. I feel much better about the wide receiver room. Well, until we argue over who we're going to start every week. <laughs> but that's you know what? That's fine though. That is, it's much better. It is much better to argue who should we start, uh, Mike Williams or McCole Hardman, than. Who do I start, Melvin Gordon or Jarvis Landry? Right. You know, I like yeah. I know you know what I'm saying. Like that is yeah, just yeah, a conversation yeah. you never want to be having with yourself. Cause really at the end of the day, who cares and who knows who scores more points in a given week between Mike Williams and McCall Hardman, right? It just you don't, you can't, it's unknowable before <laughs> before the games happen. Like McCall Hardman and Mike Williams wouldn't know the answer to the question. Yeah, and, and both of those guys have a pretty big ceiling if things break right this year. So 
Um, and I guess we, we have, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six. We have seven teams who already have a quarterback and three of them pick directly next to us. So that, uh, I think would minimize our, our getting truly sniped on, on Jalen hurts. Would you rather have hurts than Lance here as it comes back just for the stack? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do. I am, I am more on the do what it takes to get a stack, especially in an overall competition. And, and the, I mean, the, I guess we have a mini stack with Trey Sermon and Trey Lance, like those, they would maybe kind of correlate into like some way, if they went off in week 17, mm-hmm. you're, you're probably not anticipating Trey Lance throwing a lot of passes to the running backs though. Yeah. I mean, I, we, I, we could take both of them. Well, I, you could even argue that that would be the right way to approach Trey Lance's Jalen Hurts does his thing. They trade for Deshaun Watson and then it's Trey Lance's and I mean, that's, I, the, I, that's a super Konami uh, run there. Um, I cannot get over this Sony Michelle going at RB 32 ahead of Michael Carter ahead of Melvin Gordon, ahead of Zach Moss, ahead of James Conner, ahead of Ronald Jones, ahead of Jamal Williams, ahead of Tony Pollard. I can't. Well, to a I team can't. that has Ezekiel Elliott and Najee Harris, I mean, I just don't I don't understand the, the thought process. Uh, checking in, checking in on our, our friend, drafting out of the 9-hole, who went 0RB. So he's got Diggs, Kittle, Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup, Boyd. Then he took Kareem Hunt. He took the detour for the Dak, Amari stack, and then he grabbed A.J. Dillon. So. Yeah, it's another stack. Yeah. He's doing pretty good. Uh, the team two who we were really jealous of. I don't know. I don't love what he did here. Doubling up on jets with Elijah and Michael Carter. It's fine, but I don't, I don't think I would want to pair those guys together all that often. Yeah. I mean, his starting lineup is so good. I mean, he's throwing, he's got Dalvin as the anchor and he's going to throw most certain Michael Carter at that RB two spot, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's a, good, look- it's a good team. Yeah, it's it's a good team. It's a good team. It's it's it's. I mean, what he he pretty much he nutted out on his first five picks. I think I, I don't really think he could have drawn those up much better. All right, some zero RB guys in the uh, in the uh, queue: Pollard, Edwards, Moss, Madison, Hubbard, Penny. Yep, Madison and Hubbard wouldn't be bad to get. Just Hubbard just because it gives leverage on the CMC team and Madison because it gives leverage on the best team that's drafted so far with, with cook. You know, you know, Rich doesn't want to take Pollard at, uh, at eleven Oh three rich, rich hates those <laughs> dudes. Rich's Rich's whole deal is to never draft guys like that and just draft dudes in ambiguous. Like he'd rather like rich. Would you rather have Devin Singletary than Tony Pollard? No, no, I would not. I don't think Devin Singletary <laughs> offers any, any upside on any level. Uh, <laughs> so no, really not that one. It. Uh, like Jamal Williams, maybe. Yeah, he'd rather have Jamal Williams for sure. <laughs> I'll just speak for him right now. I know he'd rather have Jamal. I'd rather have Tevin Coleman for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at ADP, oh, at ADP. <laughs> yeah, I, that that is. Uh, I mean, look, dude. To be fair, is, the the Pollard guys have slowed down. Like even right now, he's still he'd still be early for him, but. There was a point early in the season he was going like RB thirty like three or something, you know, in the off season. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the crazy thing about Tony Pollard is he, I think he's got one one hundred yard game in his career, maybe two. He's never. Well, he was the RB one overall. The game Ezekiel had missed. 
Yeah. It's, it's Ben Tate all over again. Like it's that he's Ben Tate. Yeah, he is. He is I've, I've made that. I've made that analogy on shows before. But the thing is, he's so he's never done it other than literally the one. Oh, it was against the Steelers even, too, I think. Um, but he's always like in best ball. He's always been drafted in the top 100. He's never for like right. maybe. Maybe for a little while he's been outside of it. In the FFPC, he's always been like the RB thirty-eight to the RB forty-two. And this is—is this year three or year four for him? Year Uh, three. Year three. Yeah, yeah, year three. So so he's still there another year. Yeah, two seasons of his career and this year he basically—I mean, Tony Pollard in his career has one thousand one hundred ninety yards and eight touchdowns, which actually, honestly, for Ezekiel Elliott's backup, like that's—I mean, he does the thing. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It is the like imagine so this is actually a great thought experiment because we we saw this with daryl henderson where the i don't think the adp ever actually corrected to where he should have been valued before the sony trade if ezekiel elliott tears his acl tomorrow and adp refreshes where does tony pollard go back half of the first right i mean yeah uh, i take him over saquon straight up i think yeah, I would say he'd yeah. probably go five or six, probably yeah. right in that area. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's crazy to think about, and that in that it's ne- it hasn't happened yet, and who knows? It, it might never. You know, he might guy might be a a, a Philadelphia Eagle when it's all said, or you know, whoever a, a, a ch- the Chargers might sign him or something. Well, probably just just went. Yeah, RB34, again, that's that's Ben Tate zone, man. Like, there's only one out there for you. Like, and granted, the zero RB took him, team took him. But, you know, like A.J. Dillon, I could see having standalone flex value, you know, yeah. if, he's the, if he's the goal line back. With, you know, Pollard only hits if Zeke is out. Yes, or, or in games where they're winning by 20. But you can't play him in a season. Yeah, that's yeah. fine in a yeah, best ball. Yeah, you don't but... know when yeah, you don't know when that... <laughs> yeah. no, Williams just went. It you're, looks you're, like these guys are going. You're not uh, starting him. I mean, are you guys on Zach Moss at all? The the one the one out for Zach Moss is that the Bills protect their investment. And I don't believe say, that that's true. Yeah, um, I, we, I got, don't we got one we got one pick before us. I don't think we need to take Hurts here. I don't um, either. I don't think the team at one is going to take him. Yeah. So. So I, I mean, would I would say I would I would I would vote I would vote Rojo for sure. Zach Moss just went. So all right, so we have I I, I like Gus better than Rojo to be honest. Um, but that's just me. I I, I know that's not that's not consensus. Um, but um, I mean they Rich, they functionally they functionally do the same thing. But Rojo I think actually has some contingent upside, right? Like if one if if Geo or Fournette and Fournette gets cut, Fournette gets hurt. I think Edwards' role is Edwards' role. What, Rich? What do you think? I don't like any of those guys. I like Drake probably the most out of those guys, but I don't. I I honestly, I'm fine with Drake. I actually, I actually think there's a pretty non-zero chance. I wonder if we. Do you just want to double tap? Do you want to just double tap Hertz and Lance right now? Let's just take Hertz and then let's see what happens at running back. What let's about take Jacoby Hertz. Myers? Does anyone like Jacoby? Oh, he's gone. He, he, I missed. He went, I, he went. All right, I took I took Hertz because we were running down. Yeah, um, we're in, yeah, okay. So let's think right. a little bit more. Yeah, we got we got four shots. We probably should grab one of these running backs though. I mean, you know, we have two and and they're starting to run. Yeah. And once you once you get past this, there's really not much to look at. Melvin Gordon just went. Um which was gonna happen. 
We didn't want Melvin yeah. Gordon. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine it just, for Melvin. Just continue the running back run. I mean, yeah, I mean, um, we've got Drake, Naheem Hines, uh, Gus. I, I'm I, fine I with wanna, Gus Edwards. I want to pound. I want to pound the table for Rojo a little bit. Back to back, a thousand yard seasons. They were going to cut Leonard Fournette. Rojo got COVID and broke his hand. If they really loved Lenny as much as they say they do, they would not have signed Giovanni Bernard. Rojo is what we need for this team. He's going to get 60 scrimmage yards, and maybe he scores a touchdown in the weeks where we have to start him. I, he's like he's like Naheem Hines, but with rushing yards instead of receptions. I just want to let it be known that if Evan Silva was here, there's no way he would let us take Ronald Jones. Yeah, I know because a, people think he sucks. People they catches with his. I don't. Body. I don't think he's he a, he's in a three man RBVC and he not, doesn't catch passes. So yeah. I think that's that's kind of that's not that Gus I, Edwards catches. Passes, I'm willing. I'm willing to be. I'm willing to be outvoted here, but I just needed my voice to be heard. On I would go. say I would. I think that's a fine argument. I think he's a definitely better real football player than given credit for. But I think that guys like Drake and Gus Edwards have a better path. I, I will. I'm going to, I'm going to side, I'm going to side with Rich and I'm going to say Kenyon Drake. Cause Drake, Drake, I think actually is not very good at real football, but they just paid him $16 million. Well, he has a couple outs. He could be the passing down back on a team that doesn't have a lot of pass catchers. If rugs and Edwards don't hit and if Jacobs was to get hurt, obviously Fuck. there's. I really wanted Giovanni Bernard, but I did not think he would go this early. Yeah, we went Fournette and Bernard. Now, if we take Rojo, we get three in a row. We got all, all in a row. We got to take um, Rojo for the memes. <laughs> <laughs> He's still the youngest Bucks running back. Yeah, um, I, I, I vote, I vote Drake if if we right. can't be convinced on Rojo. Right. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm outvoted. So Kenyon Drake it is, and pray Gus Edwards somehow falls. I doubt that's it. not happening. I know. <laughs> All right. So Kenyon Drake, this is definitely a team that I don't have a lot of exposure to. That's it's, I mean, that's what happens when you draft with other people though, is you get, you get into these spots where like this build is, I uh, think Gus what Edwards, we all combination took Gus Edwards next pick. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was time. It was basically that's that true. group of guys. I have so uh, much Gus Edwards. It's probably a good, good thing for me. I mean, I can't. Theory. I just can't shake how awesome this team would have been if we were to start swapping Mark Andrews and Lamar. Oh man, yeah. yeah, that uh, mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. I'm gonna remember that one. I'm gonna remember that when I get in these draft rooms a little bit later. I'm gonna remember that one because you don't get those chances all that often. Not ideal. But we're fine. I mean, you can add Naheem Hines, like you said, to play a guy week one. Um, obviously, we don't care. We were we were we're comfortable in this book because we were in it all year last year. Uh, yep. Yep. Oh you know, man, the running the running back run is really going. Leonard Fournette, Giovanni Bernard, Kenyon Drake, Gus Edwards, Devin Zingletary, all in a row. Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting Hubbard or, or Madison later, if possible. I don't know if Madison's going to happen, but she's coming up here on the on the list. Yeah, right? I would assume Madison's going to go. Uh, Philip Lindsay's going to go. Philip Lindsay. Imagine drafting Philip Lindsay in a draft for money. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of who that's that's then we're probably gonna hit a firewall where those guys we'll start to see another tight end run. I think we're about to do that back tight end run again. Where yeah, we'll see Johnny, uh, we'll yeah, see Johnny go, we'll see Evan Ingram go, Berkser. Uh yeah, Gerald Everett, Troutman, probably not, not a little slide now. Stafford goes. Imagine doing one of these though and not taking Donald Parham with your last pick. <laughs> Literally could never it could not be made, dude. <laughs> The absolute goat 18th or 18th round pick in this format, it's Donald Parham. Yeah, always. <laughs> Do you guys so, like to so take Mahomes, an elite? So, the, the, 
the same guy, or it was a different guy. So the guy that took Mah- had Mahomes just took Matthew Stafford. Like what? I- <laughs> it's like that's why you take Mahomes. So you take Mahomes in the third round to take another quarterback with. Uh, you know, a, a top 11 pick. And I don't even hate what he did with most of his picks, but that's so concerning that he did that. Say hi to Reeves, say hi to Davis. All right, buddy. You have a good night. Hunter. Right. <laughs> oh, man. It would be amazing if Jalen Rager got to us. I think there's oh, like no that's way. The he most, that's the most Davis Matt comment I've ever heard. <laughs> You mean Quez Watkins? No, I mean I mean the, the guy who has a semblance of upside, dude. There's a here we go. Here's our tight ends. Here's our, our back uh, tight end run coming. Johnny, dude, no one likes Johnny, huh? I mean, everything I hear, Pat, and you you I don't know if you listen to local radio, everything I hear is that like Johnny's the dude getting the targets. Yeah, well, I mean, Henry's been out of practice for for, for a couple right. weeks now. Um, but Johnny was dinged up too. Um yeah, I mean they're going to be creative with him. I mean he's 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 interesting. He's more a lot more interesting with with Mac than he is with Cam. Um, and apparently Mac had a kick-ass practice today, and he's been looking good since Cam uh, has been sitting out. So um, mm. Tom Curran declared that he thinks Mac Jones is going to be the starter. He, Curran's pretty plugged in. Um, so yeah, I mean he's he's interesting, but like for our purposes, you know. We already have Kelsey, so like it just no, 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 yeah. I was just you know just for general, you know, when Davis runs this, you get some thoughts on there for you. Yeah, no, I, I de- <laughs> definitely think he's interesting in this range. Um, you know, a tight end sixteen I'm, is what he'd be next. Uh, I mean, Jonu yeah. is like a Jonu is a grown ass man, dude. Like okay. I, like you could pretty easily see him. We're talking about touchdowns. He could lead the Patriots in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, McDaniels has been pretty creative about getting tight end touches, you know, since he's been there. So it, it's not a huge stretch to think that we're going to see some fun stuff with him. If Mac is the quarterback, I don't think Cam has the touch or accuracy or timing to do it. This dude, this dude takes Cole Beasley. What can you do? Although, although apparently Gabriel Davis also also team. Team no vaccination. Buffalo Bills, dude, they're going to forfeit like four games. <laughs> they don't win that division because of COVID. It's just going to be the most Buffalo thing ever. Bill, Belichick's not having any of that stuff, bro. Belich- right. Bel- Rager's gone, so we don't have to live that conversation oh. out. <laughs> Damn, that's a bummer. I really <laughs> wanted to do that one to you guys. I mean, you so for wide, rec- for wide receiver, we have. Uh, I guess a couple of the names who have a pulse would be Gabe Davis and Sammy Watkins, Marquez Valdez Scantling, KJ Hamler. Uh, running backs with a pulse. Man, Manuel Hines. Sanders is a little bit interesting if he is, you know, if he can stay healthy. Yeah, I, I, I don't like mind him as like a deep just guy to add to your roster, similar to Antonio Brown, right? Like okay. he's in a good offense. Uh, you know, we saw that that smoke was involved early in the season before he started to get banged up in that Buffalo offense. We know that he's going to be the starter too. And we also know that Emmanuel Sanders isn't completely washed because when Michael Thomas got hurt last year, Emmanuel Sanders was the guy that stepped up and he was good when he was elevated to the lead receiver. Yeah. He's going to be on the field pretty much all the time. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind Emmanuel Sanders where he goes at ADP at all. 
Um, I can't even believe that I just was like trying to draft 34 year old Antonio Brown ahead of Devonta Smith. Like my age <laughs> model must've just broken. I need to, I need to delete that part of the audio. <laughs> AB makes you so nervous. I don't have a lot of him at all, but it seems like he's just been a blind spot all he, off season he, for me. He makes I, me he just stick it in my freaking eye. He makes me so goddamn nervous. I can uh, see 1100 yards and 11 touchdowns for him. Yeah. So Easily, and I'm just sitting there yep. twiddling my thumbs, like, "Oh, dude, really glad exactly I drafted DJ Shark all these times." And Shark, <laughs> Shark is like behind Colin Johnson, and I'm just like losing my mind. Yeah, him and Brady have been proven to have that kind of mind meld. Yep. Yeah, I mean, what he had like, what he have like eleven, like he was targeted on like thirty percent of his routes that one week he was active with the Patriots or something, like just insane. Oh yeah, that first game against Miami. Yeah. He only played like the first half or something like that. Yeah. He just peppered him. It was a blowout. That's when Miami was like literally the worst team. And like, then remember they were, they, they were giving like, they were like 20 point dogs, like the opening, like four weeks of that season. Yep. <laughs> what do you, right. do you guys, do you guys buy this Donovan people's Jones hype? I could not, I could not be more in on Donovan people's Jones. I buy the shit out of it. I, I, I grabbed him in, in, in some dynasties cheap early in the off season, just because, you don't know if, if, if you know Landry or Beckham are going to be there for very long, and you get your profiles. Yeah, it could be the last just, year. Could be the last year for both done. guys. Or, or if they're both physically, they both just crater at the same time. It just as as his ADP has risen, I don't. I haven't really been going with it just because they're going to run a ton of two tight ends. So like for redraft, like it's gotten a little frothy for me. But he, I mean, he's definitely definitely the guy to have you know in the back end of your dynasty roster. Yeah. Um. Damn, are we gonna get some of these running backs? Are we gonna get? Are we gonna? Uh, we gonna take a stab at? It's a yeah, good call. We, we got a couple of four picks left. Um, Sammy Watkins uh, off the board. You know, you know that hurts me. You, you know that him? hurts me to see. Yeah, it's so funny. Like Watkins came in the league being a guy I literally could not like stand. Like I could just could not stomach this dude, and now I I've become like the Sammy Watkins truther because he's just too cheap. Yeah, he's still what twenty eight years old. Yeah. Um, all right. So Trey Lance is right there. He's um, probably going to be the next quarterback pick. Um, but we still have Hines, Madison. Penny well, Hines. I think if Madison's there, he's the dude if he's there. And pass. Yeah, Matt. For now. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Madison. Madison. Uh, of course he went. I mean, that was, you knew that was happening. Yeah. Um, fine with Hines. Hines is, uh, is fine. I'm I'm good with Chuba, but probably a little early for him because he's only again he only has one out. He's the I mean the... Da- Damien baby. I'm wearing the Bears cutoff right now. Damien. Oh, there's Lance. Lance went. We want Hi. we want. Yeah, Hines. So good. Because we, we can, can play Hines week one. Yeah. Yes. We can do... What about the? About Tony Jones. Yeah, I mean, we can like, throw him in, this, throw him this, in the this, mix. This, this, this is this is the area where we pick Latavius for sure. And if he's Latavius, then because I'm scared to pick Latavius now, and I had been. Right. The problem is Latavius is still there. So what happens if Kamar does get hurt? Is it like, like what does the split happen? Right. Yeah. But they they would save what like two point five if they cut Latavius or something like that. Not that that really helps them this year. But, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, is it doesn't doesn't really help them. 
did you did you click Nahima? I don't think you clicked him, Pat. Got him. Good call. Cool. We were about to get auto picked uh, Chuba. If I, oh, <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know that you're way wrong. That like 14th, 15th round, Tevin Coleman's a great pick. Is, is Michael Leone on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually I don't have a problem with it, but Ty Johnson is my flavor of the Jets. I'm fine backfield. with Ty. Okay, I'm fine with yeah. Ty Johnson too. Either yeah, guy. Later. I think Ty Johnson will catch some passes. I think eventually Ty- he's the guy that gets squeezed by Carter, though. No, he is, but he's like explosive though. Like if I was gonna pick yeah, one of those yeah. guys to like randomly have like right, a- we got one more one more pick. We, we, we what direction do you want to go? Do you want to double tap these running what backs? If, or- what if we take Fields? What if we isn't Fields the fun I'm, play? I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. What do you think? I mean, I, have no, I obviously have no pushback on that. Yeah. All right, cool. And, <laughs> like Manny, that just... and, and Manny Sanders went before too, so. Yeah, because that, that gives us some cover if Hurts is bad or if Hurts gets traded yeah. or, you know, if they do, like, we, we wow. got to – and that doesn't leave us with the, the Derek Carr, you know, yeah. uh, you, you know, like D- Derek Carr, Sam Darnold, you know, yeah, Bridgewater, Mac Jones. Good. I mean, it's still good out there. I mean, Burrow's still there. Tua's still there. I just wanted to have Justin Fields in a main event, to be honest. Like, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so, I'm so in on this, dude. I'm so in on Justin Fields. I will say, Hertz's Hertz's opening schedule is really great, though. Too. This is what I like about Hertz is because you're going to get the beginning of the season no matter what. Either whether whether there's a trade or he gets plays himself into benching, you know you're going to get this runway. Atlanta, Dallas, the Chiefs, and the Panthers, and four of the first five. Like, there's a lot of potential there, uh, you know, for the for him to start the year. So it gives you runway to get to Hertz or to get the Fields. I mean, when by the time Fields is starting, because. Listen, Matt Nagy's going to do Matt Nagy, and Fields is going to not play this this first game, and it depends on what game after. But, I, I mean, I imagine he's starting sometime, you know, what, on the first month? Yeah, I mean, if Garoppolo – he might start before before Lance does. And if Garoppolo, Garoppolo gets, you know, does okay and they win all those easy games at the start, then Hurts might play first. I mean, Fields might play first. I mean, I know Fields has got to be a big favorite to start first before Lance, right? At this point, yeah, yeah I would like think it. so. I mean, Andy Dalton against the Rams on a, a national TV game, like, I mean, I, mean, I know... would still start. If it was my team, I would just play Fields. Obviously, it's not. Yeah, but... obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you're not going to beat the Rams with Andy Dalton, but you might have a wild card, right? Like, with Fields, like, you have no shot of beating the Rams with Andy Dalton under center. But with Fields, like, you don't know. Like, he offers at least something that could offer some upside to your yeah. offense. <laughs> yeah, you have a bad offensive line. Like, how are you going to mitigate that? You know, obviously, Fields gives you a better chance than Dalton does. So you're just dead in the water. Yeah. We're seeing you know Lawrence like really slip now because of the how the start of the preseason is gone. Bad, bad preseason, which yep. is totally like who? Yeah, I mean, yeah, who cares? Who cares? Uh, yeah. And honestly, I thought that first half as bad as he looked in the offense. Look, he still threw. They let him throw. Yeah. throw he was twenty three times. He, he, he was hit, like, and he was like, he throws. Yeah, Thorman, Thorman, you're right. Like his passes look great. Like he looks like he's doing better yeah. than you would expect from him. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I assume that. I'm going to give Urban and Bevel a little bit of credit and just say they weren't dialing up anything for the preseason. Now, maybe that's yeah. bullshit, and they're going to come out yeah. and look like didn't, that in week one. Didn't Kingsbury do that his first preseason? He just went yeah. full vanilla. They didn't run yep. no, they didn't He run talked no about regretting it uh, you know, afterwards, too. 
he thought it hampered them early in the season that they didn't, you know, that they kind of didn't go all out. Oh yeah. Cause Kyler looked like shit in the preseason year one. Yeah, I do. I actually do. And everyone was like, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, this dude, he's, you know, he's too short. He's never going to, yeah, I, I remember that. I now. mean, we've been doing this so long. I mean, people get so over their skis on some of this stuff. Uh, like, like Lawrence is going to start all season. I mean, the, the, the dip is, I can understand dip because the, the quarterback position is deep, but I'm not running away. But, but these, dipping, these, these games. dipping relative to the other quarterbacks is bad though. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one, fine. I mean, the listen, one, we finally start to see people, though, get religion for the first year where they're good. Like, Fields and Lance would never be taken where they are prior to this season of NFL no, history. No, 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 never, never. And I mean, Josh Allen is basically Trey Lance, right? Like, or Trey Lance is basically Josh Allen. Uh, and Josh Allen was like an, an, an not drafted his rookie year in fantasy football. And I think he, he was bad. If I mean, I assume he was bad. I, re, I remember yeah, him being he, bad. He was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, there goes Chuba. Damn. I still think that's too early. I think RB52 is too early for him. He just gives yeah. a lot of leverage on. I know. Have the CMC. Uh, so wide receivers, MVS, Hamler, Kirk, Pringle, DPJ. That That is my list of guys left that I still like. <laughs> and I assume, I assume Rich is, is like uh, Randall Cobb. AJ Green, uh, Perry, no, man. I, I will say the the, the only <laughs> one kind of like old guy I do kind of like is uh, Tyrell, man. I mean, he's yeah. probably going to get ninety targets, right? He's the yeah. only guy. Like, I think when you get this deep, like, like I'm kind of interested in that's like in that you know could be dusty stage. <laughs> but other than that, I'm with you guys. You know, going for more of the upside guys. I mean, I'm a little interested in Aguilar more in best ball though than. Season seasonal. Yeah, it's gonna I, be tough to tough to pick out when to start Aguilar. Right. I still think that he's gonna be a guy. I mean, listen, Davis, you could take Quez Watkins. Yeah. Dude, Quez Quez Watkins is like the most obvious Hamler. guy. We do have Nico Collins. Yeah, fine with it. Ham, ha, Hamler, I Hamler, I legitimately think has like he could just be so good that it's undeniable. And also, he, he's he, the slot receiver. Yes. Yep. He is the slot receiver. Now, we already took Judy is the thing, but KJ Hamler is the Broncos' starting slot receiver. I mean, I don't give a shit about a 13th-round pick effect on our, fi- our fifth-round pick. Like if we, gotta, if we got to cut, if we got to cut KJ Hamler to, to pick up, uh, you know, Mike Boone. I mean, what about – I mean, how, how, how out are you guys on Rashad Bateman at this point? I see he's a like that's classic roster clogger. Right? Oh, he's gone. He's gone already. Anyways, I missed him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine, but I would just make it like 50-50 that we would cut him, that he would be one of our very early cuts. Mm-hmm. Like because remember, we drafted Rager last year and we kept him forever. Oh, Gainwell's still there too. No, Gainwell just went. Wow. Well, every time Tony, I say a guy, Tony, he goes. Tony Jones just went too. Because Gainwell I mean, feels a guys, lot like Naheem guys, the, light. guys, the running back pick is so obvious here. You know who it is. Thornton. James White. Already. James White. James White. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Thorman knows. Thorman we knows. Still, we, we, still got, we still got six more picks before us, though. So that's, that's 
Oh, uh, dude, when he goes, when he goes, I'm gonna be really fucking mad because I did not realize he was still there. He is. What about Darrington Evans? We should have taken James White last round. We should have taken James White last round. That was actually a mistake. Um, what? What? Actually, good question. What do you guys make of this McKinnon and Daryl stuff? What? Who? Who? Who is actually the compliment? Both. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it's a situation yeah, where it is, but we do this all the time. We think it's always going to be one guy. And when someone gets, it's, it's not going to be probably right. Like yeah. it's just not. Yeah. And I think they could get mixed in. I mean, listen, this, if CH's pass protection is as shoddy as it was through college in year one, I mean, it's, Dude, it's let's still, just it not even, let's something. just not even talk about it. We can't, uh, I can't even put these bad vibes out there for CH <laughs> in, the, in the universe, man. We can't, we can't be having that. My bags are so heavy, man. <laughs> to be fair and i we've talked about it on your podcast I, I am fine with his adp too i just took him in the third totally, round in totally league. fine like, yeah. i am totally cool with it i it's it's eckler going in the first i have the hard time because i see the the outcome where eckler could be a top five guy but like he's he's such an archetype to bet against at that adp that it, I have a hard time getting Yeah, Austin Eckler was like the smash of all smashes in the sixth round uh, the year Melvin Gordon was holding out. Like, it was like the most obvious pound. I even thought time. at the beginning of this offseason it was fine because uh, I, I love Austin Eckler as your second running back. Yep. But I feel like when you take him as your first running back, it's you have it's it's you could end up being really disappointed if he's not the goal line back. All right, Cobb Nation. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it, Cobb Nation. He will. He's been chasing running backs. He doesn't. He's got. He's got five right. Oh, he backs. took he Dobbins and Gus Edwards. I didn't even notice. All right, Boom. we can get James White. Never been so okay. thrilled for a James this White is, selection. James White. This this team. We know who we're starting week one. We are starting. We are starting. Uh, uh, I don't even remember. We're starting Joe Mixon. We're starting James White week one. We've got options here. At least the bridges to sermon play. Yeah. Okay, and now we need. We got to get. Add, we gotta, listen, you add Tevin Coleman to this roster. <laughs> no we gotta take a we gotta take a wide receiver here i i MV, mvs mvs or hamler for me yeah i would cool. definitely i would be way more on hamler side uh than MVS. Sure. you know they're steaming him though you know the the green bay dudes are steaming the hell they do but MVS. they've done this dude green bay guys they've steamed a, a guy every offseason man they're, they never yeah, end up lazard good. last year lazard uh kumaro like they do this every every year man the uh, packers guys do this I, I do like the hammer call because I mean he might have some value even without an injury. And yeah, he's their starting slot receiver. Yeah, and he's so fast. You guys, I he, yeah, he's seen yeah, it. yeah, man, absolutely. You've I'm, seen this Hamler, clip of every, him. Every cool Hamler yeah. You see him? Hamler. You see him? Yeah. No, Rich, you've seen this clip of him returning that kickoff touchdown yeah, in under yeah, ten yeah. seconds. Like that is insane. That is so fast. Like that he was is like he was coming out uh, was very much the guy. Like a lot of people get comp to Djax. But he was the guy that was he like was college DJX. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, like when I mean, he gives a little bit of, like, he's kind of like a handcuff almost for Judy for us, too. Uh, and listen, I'm into it. I'm into Hamler right. there. I feel, I've, those two those two picks I feel real good about. <laughs> like, where yeah. we're around 14, 15. I mean, James White, he really tied the, it's like, he's like the rug that really tied, he tied the, together. Tied the, room together. Yeah. The, the white rug. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's probably irrational, but when I take James White on like a team that's a little bit sketch at running back, I just like exhale and I'm like, it's going to be all right. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be okay. 
Like, dude, you know, you know, when Mac Jones takes over, that dude's getting five targets a game. Like, just right, just put, get, do your projections right now for whatever week you think Mac Jones is taking over because James White's coming for that 17% target share. <laughs> Love it. I don't know. I guess maybe, maybe, I don't know. Are you rich? Walk me through your, your, uh, Damian Ramondre, James White, JJ Taylor, Brandon Bolden thoughts. I think Pat laid out pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Bolden's going to be active because like Matthew Matthew Slater's active every week. The Patriots use two guys that are never going to touch them on offense active every week because they're such good special teams players. I think JJ Taylor is, has a shot. To be Deion Lewis ish. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think that we'll probably see him active uh, because of that. I mean, it's, it's tough between Taylor and Ramondre who gets the inactive, right? I don't, I think one will be inactive each game. It just depends to see what happens, what they want for depth. Because if you inactive Ramondre and something happens to Harrison game, then you're leaning on Taylor and White. Whereas Taylor and White could have a little bit of redundancy. So maybe Taylor's the odd man out and Ramondre is in. Uh, what if Ramondre just has a shot to be a guy that they used to go on? What if he's just been so good that they just have to keep giving him touches? Um, he's been awesome is, these two games. He's is, been ridiculously this is, awesome. This is so weird. But it's going to be, like Bel- I feel you like take Belichick, the cheapest guy, right? You take the cheapest guy. So we've always done the Patriots. So we've always done the Patriots. I, I feel like Bill Belichick literally doesn't care about how well he's been playing in the preseason, though. Thorman, Thorman, agree or disagree with this take? Well, I, I think I think he cares. I mean, I think it's kind of the fact that they, they've given him as, as much and as early in the games as they have. It reflects that he's been playing well in practice, too. Like, it's like they usually dress the right shirt the, the first year. And and like Harris didn't. I don't remember Harris getting this much oh, no. or, or early in the preseason. Um but even like Vereen and Ridley, like like they didn't get a hell of a lot of run early in the preseasons too. So like, I I think he I think he's got a little more faith in, in Stevenson than, than he's shown in, in some of these past guys. He can't drop the ball again though. If he fumbles again, then you get you get the willies with, with Belichick. Yeah, people came in my mentions for the fumble, and I said, let's give it a you know let's give him a shot here and see if it becomes a chronic problem or not. <laughs> yeah, we have to see it more, and it hasn't been a thing in practice that I've seen. Um, in any of the practice reports that he's been putting the ball on the ground, although that, that, that was a thing with him in college, I guess. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that, but I don't know. Blunt fumbled I, a lot too, man. He would go to him still. I mean, that's, I mean, it's not going to play. I mean, I think JJ Taylor can play though. His profile is interesting coming out. It's just, he's such a unique build that, you know, he got buried, but the Patriots, I think came to light. Like there was no way they were going to float that dude through the practice squad again. There was just no way. And JJ Taylor. Yeah, yeah, there was just no way they were gonna do it. Dude, you know what's you know what's funny about JJ Taylor is you just look at him and you're like, oh yeah, you know, uh JJ Taylor, he's five, six, 185 pounds. That dude's gotta just catch the shit out of the ball. 587 carries in college. Not not dude, but 185 at five five is a thick dude. You're but... a thick, yeah. That's like uh whatever, uh you know, Ray Rice or whatever. It's yeah. the inverse Devontae Smith. The BMI guys are, yeah. are loving that. You know what, dude? Uh, Juwan Johnson goes. That's funny. Juwan Johnson is funny. Ahead like, of Trotman? Like, Do you go ahead of Trotman? I don't think yeah, Trotman's gone be. yet. Yeah. Trotman has not been picked. Yeah, Juwan, yeah, Juwan yeah, Johnson Trotman's ahead of Trotman. Top, top, yeah, he's sitting there at the top. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't, wow. wouldn't Juwan Johnson scoring like 150 PPR points be like the defining achievement of Sean Payton's <laughs> Sean career? Payton. 
Well, dude, little Jordan is a tight end too. Like he's like a belt. He's the same guy. Is he, like, is, he de- is he, is he designated as a tight end though? No, Anywhere? but he's yeah. no. Well, little Jordan is very slow. All right. We're, we're, we're coming up pretty quick. Cause Juwan is not a tight end on underdog. What, what, what yes, are we he's thinking? a wide receiver. Are we thinking... This is Ty Johnson, right? I'm good Ty with Johnson? it. Yeah. We got to go Ty Johnson and then Broncos. Uh, oh, fuck right, me running, the, dude. Like, they already took, team. they already took Butker. That nothing annoys me more. Nothing annoys me more <laughs> than when I don't get Harrison Butker in an FFPC draft. So we want we here we want uh, we, we want we want Ty Johnson. Yeah. I mean, how do you fit, do, do? We add Ty Johnson. He's like the last running back I think that's worth taking a flyer on. Yeah, I I, I, I throw in a few at Brita. Yeah, um, I don't mind Brita. I like him a little bit more in best ball. Um, I P Ryan, but he's like again, he's a single out type guy. I I but like we're, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna you know handcuff Nixon. I like adding I like adding Christian Kirk too. I think Anthony McFarland is a decent dart. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I agree. So I mean, actually, we got we got a lot more guys on the table. I think yeah, Anthony McFarland, Ty Johnson, uh, Nico, and, uh, Nico Collins, Carlos Hyde. No, dude, <laughs> dude, no, you joke, you joke, Thorman. <sighs> he isn't gone, so at least this room has not done that, uh, dude. I, I, he will, I mean, he will I, go by the end. I yes. unironically took Carlos Hyde in several puppy drafts this morning. All right. I want to take Broncos here. I think we take Broncos here. Broncos here and then. Because the defensive run is happening. Yeah. Um, Broncos open with Giants, Jaguars, Jets. Oh my God. Dude, Rich. Rich with the goods. This is this yeah. is gonna be good. Okay, so now That's every a... main event I do, I'm gonna take the Broncos defense okay. now. Now That's I know. A good pull. Yeah, Bron- Broncos D here if we can do it. We're all Bronco Dan on this team. Well, well, I just did. I just did this. I just did my first man on Monday, and I was like, I know, I know, there's a good defense with like this insane schedule that every year there's there's some team that has like the the easiest. They're a good defense too. They get good they get Vaughn too. back. You got Vaughn and Bradley Chubb back playing together for it seems like the first time in what two years because yeah, Chubb missed all this. of yeah. 2019 and Vaughn missed all of last year. Yeah. You know, they add Sertan, they they add Boye, whatever Boye's got left. I mean, it's a good defense, too. It's not like Cal, we're just Cal picking Nation the schedule. The whole time, looking at schedules. Nope. Yeah, yeah, nah. give us Denver. Give us Denver. Then we can we can hash out this running back selection, right? We've got McFarland, yeah. Ty Johnson. I, Brita, I, think, Brita and I, think, I think Ty Johnson is the best of the available, but I, 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 want, I would like to make an argument for, for uh, Kirk or DPJ. I mean, I just don't look, know if this team needs him. Yeah, we got seven. Well, yeah, I don't know. I do. I feel still feel like this team is going to spend some bucks at, at only, wide only receiver. Five running backs. And we we kind of want. I think we, want, we need to farm. Some we can. You know what? We can. Back. I I got Christian Kirk in the twentieth round the other night. We, we can wait. We'll 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 do it. We'll take a wide receiver in the twentieth round. Yeah, I mean, like Aguilar is still. How many rounds are these? I can't remember. Are they? Are they twenty? Other twenty, right? Twenty. Malcolm Brown goes. I mean, I'm. I think Ty or McFarland are the two guys that I would look at. I mean, obviously McFarland's no more of a handcuff where Ty could have early season value. Yeah, Yeah, I I like. uh, 
I'm a little biased too because I liked McFarland coming out. You know, obviously played with Matt Canada and he's looked good in the preseason. So I'm like, all right, his dude might still be kind of good. Yeah. He might even be there later. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ty Johnson. But I'm still fine adding one more receiver then. We've got what, a receiver, a kicker? Yeah, like a receiver, kicker, and then like another dart at running back. Yeah. We don't we don't have a backup tight end, but we don't need one. I don't think we need to take one. But if you guys also wanted to take Troutman or Parham, uh, I'd be okay. Parham, Parham, I like. Do we want to? Do we want to take? Uh, well, I guess we need to take a kicker with our next pick for sure. And we don't have to. They're the kickers are so. The thing is, is the kicker ADP is so off this year. I talked to with our boy Denny Carter uh, on our vacation because uh, Justin Tucker, neither me and hit me or him have him in our top five kickers. Uh, you know, and I trust the Godfather on this following him too. Uh, but just, yeah, the, the field goal chances have not really been there. So I think he's a little bit more of the overdrafted. I love Matt Gay. Uh, he's good. Uh, Ryan Suckup is a great pick. I think for kicker, the, these guys are undervalued because everyone chases Jason Sanders, the guys that were just good last year, uh, every but, year. Yeah. That's just what everyone does at every position. Right. Um, but I feel like the, the kicker rankings are way off and, uh, I sent my kicker rankings to the Godfather and he approved them. So. I like. I've been getting a lot of Dustin Hopkins actually. I think just Washington's going to have so many. Yep. Leads. Love Dustin Hopkins. Carlos Hyde went. I go suck up. Matt Prater's a great uh, pick too. Mm. I pray to you, Matt Prater. Yeah. Love that. Love him. Zerline is a great pick. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say Zerline. I I think he was like banged. Oh, suck up, up went three here. Now. Suck up kicker three. This guy's on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. This guy no, knows. No. Let's take let's take Greg Zerline. Let's get the 2013 Broncos kicker. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that on every podcast. I'm just gonna start calling the Cowboys the 2013 Broncos. I mean, that's pretty lofty. I dig it. <laughs> they get an extra they get an extra game to match those stats. If the Cowboys do things optimally and the offensive line is healthy. Which, by the way, Mike McCarthy, like he controls some of the third downs and stuff, but Kellen Moore calls the plays and he's like, we can make fun of Mike McCarthy, who is bad, but Kellen Moore is really good at his job. Like, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, except for the red zone. Yeah. Well, they just, that's, I feel like Jerry, I feel like Jerry. Is that just a thing of having Zeke? Like, you just get enamored with having Zeke? No, I think, I think Jerry has a shot caller on Kellen Moore. And when he (laughs) realizes that a red zone play is not going to Zeke, he, he gets a shock. So I feel like it's just like it's an it's really it's an organizational edict, I think. Because even last year in the games before Dak even got hurt, I looked at it and they were still they were inside the 10, 29th and run rate, like or 29th and pass rate inside the 10. They just kept feeding Zeke. You gotta justify that sunk cost. Yeah. Um well, I think we're gonna get, I think we're okay. Flyer, flyer, wide receiver. I, I've thrown out my names. Who do you guys like? Flyer, wide receivers. Um, oh, yeah, let me see what I got. I mean, Terrell Williams is out there. I'll yeah, I like Ty- there. Tyrell as the as a throw. Um, um where are we? EPJ. At? I think with Deshaun Jackson is like you could confident starting for the first like week or two, perhaps. Yeah, you probably probably are feeling like you're like, all right, well, he's healthy, so I guess we're starting him. <laughs> yeah, but by uh, the time Pringle. We're, by the time we're gonna need him. 
I mean, you know, you know, I'm down to always add more Chiefs. I'm always down to add more Cowboys. Yep. I mean, I always, you know, Pringle is a guy I add. Uh, did Nico mm-hmm. Collins get picked? No, we don't. He, he's still there. Nico but Collins. He, yeah. Nico has Collins he been playing in the free season with the ones? I really haven't. Even, I, I probably should know has. that. I mean, just like who could even buy, like who literally who cares, dude? Like the freaking <laughs> Texans are going to be so bad. Dude, they're going to throw the Tex- so much, man. I like yeah. so like yeah they will but they're gonna have like a forty seven percent completion percentage for six point five yards per attempt with like thirteen <laughs> passes. Davis Davis Mills season. is gonna light this thing up, man. Yeah, yeah. I traded Davis Mills for a future second round dynasty pick, and it was like mm. the best financial transaction of my That's life. Great. I was like, that was just immediate profit that I just made off Davis Mills. I think I think that it's like the Brandon Cooks run good of quarterbacks and awesome offenses as. Really ground to a halt. It's gonna, really going to be put to the test this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like like I was here, like uh, like I tweeted that thing the other day. Like, imagine ranking Brandon Cooks over Chase Claypool, and all these people were like, "He's going to have a thirty-five percent market share." And I was like, "I mean, maybe, but like a thirty-five percent market share of what? Yeah. Like a bowl of like bran flakes? Like, and Chase Claypool <laughs> is going to have a twenty percent market share of like a delicious Oreo cheesecake? Like, it's come on, guys." I don't know. I can't. I just like the tech. I just don't want Texans players. I don't want Philip Lindsay. I don't That's want Johnson. I just don't want any Texans players. Yeah. I can get behind that. What do you think of Josh Palmer? Probably, probably a year away still. Yeah. I, I think it's hard to find a path for him to get reps. The same thing with Diami Brown. I love Diami Brown, but I just don't, I can't find the, the snaps for him. Well, I, I can find the snaps for him. Well, <laughs> Adam, Adam, hum, Adam Humphreys is no good. Yeah, I mean, I, I like him a lot too, but uh, definitely as a prospect, I like him a lot. We're probably a year away, though, I think, from those guys. Yeah, I mean, Diami Brown, I actually like quite a bit as a flyer, but he's like not going to do anything for the first month of the season, like right. nothing. Well, I guess that's a catch twenty two for us because it's like we don't need guys to do anything right away. No, but by by, by the time they do do something, we'll probably already have cut them. Yeah, yeah. That's why. I mean, that is why. That is why drafting in these is so much different than drafting on underdog. It's like yes. literally the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah. These are roster turned guys, and yeah, we so did it with Logan Thomas. We took Logan Thomas. I think with a twentieth pick last year. Like we literally the twentieth pick, like, and we cut him. Like 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 last year we. we basically just filled our whole bench with like farming running backs, just hoping for our injury. Should we just do that from the start right here and, and, and skip this flyer wide receiver? I, okay. I do. My, my thing with DPJ is he could come out and literally be amazing in the first game. Now no, Pat, Pring- Pat makes a great point though. Cause we still have another week of games or as last year we knew there was no games. So That's, we still have a okay, week. Of, good point. Someone so we still have a week hurt. of games. Someone so like, hurt. yeah, I would say like, so I'm looking at Anthony McFarland still. He's the guy at the top of like, if something happened to Najee Harris, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. if, if yeah, something happened, to Najee, so if Najee Harris got hurt this weekend, where would Anthony McFarland go? Like, like RB forty, RB where, 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 yeah, like where like Sermon and, and stuff is going. I think even actually. I mean, he also could be another one of those situations too, where he's not the. It's the same thing, like where he's getting traded out for Ballage at the goal it, line. It it seems like it seems like they like Ballage enough, but the Steelers are so weird. They were playing Juju in the third quarter of that preseason game last week, blocking for Kalen Balage, <laughs> and he got hurt. He got hurt. He had to go to the medical tent. It's like, what what are we doing here? <laughs> like James mm-hmm. Washington asked for a trade because he can't get past Juju, but Juju's playing in the third quarter of a preseason game. 
what are we doing, Tomlin? All right, so what, what do you think we should we should go here? Like, should we go like McFarlane? Um, because the thing is, like, there's always, especially as the season goes on, there's always those like flyer wide receiver guys. I mean, DPJ is interesting and, and Kirk is interesting, but like, once you start like getting into the Deshaun Jacksons and stuff like that, it's just not really worth it. I think, like, like Rich said, if, if something happens this weekend, we can have a guy pop from this 18th round to the fourth round or the third round. Yeah, I think the, with there still being a, a week of games, whereas last year, you know, there were nothing. We didn't have to worry about anything. Like we can take a shot on a guy, and if we yeah, him, we can we take him. yeah, we can take uh, we can take McFarland. We can take he's really about Brita. it. We Brita. can take Quadre Olison. Yeah, yeah, we could take Olison too. Because if if Mike Davis got hurt, uh, he's not going to play, right? Like they're just not playing any of those guys. I, I think he got ta- I think he got taken anyway. Yeah, he did. He they did. haven't played he any did. of their first team at all so far. The Falcons. Some teams are just sitting on their hands, which I think last year also showed you can do as well. Yes. Yeah. Like these teams don't need to play these guys. I mean, I guess it's a new system, and you'd like to see it a little bit, but um, like yeah, it's let's, not like let's I mean, Matt Ryan's take, played a lot of football in his career. It's not like he's gonna. I mean, I still take just take Zerline. I still think we take Zerline. Yes. Take him yeah. here. And yeah, then, and, I mean, because we want Zer, because we actually want Zerline. Yeah, I want Zerline a lot. All right, cool. And then we can just figure out what we still want to do here. That makes sense. Because if we, we, we would have taken, like, one of, like, McFire or whatever, and then Zerling got picked, we'd be like, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love having the Cowboys or the Chiefs kicker in the main event because then when I'm watching their games, like, in the back of my head, <laughs> and they don't score a touchdown, and I'm really frustrated for, like, nine different reasons, at least in the back of my head, I'm like, I banked those points for the main event, dude. Like, it's like, it's just like having things hedged out in so many different ways that I can't be upset with a Cowboys well, and Chiefs field goal. Last year, we, when we had Jason Myers, it was like, you know, we had Russ and DK, but when, whenever they didn't deliver, we slide Jason Myers in. Like, well, that's why right, Bucker's yeah. so good. Bucker is that week 12 bye, too, which is always yeah. so, it's like, it's always so good. But remember this year, though, the buys got pushed back. So even the earliest buys are week six this year. So it's not like you're getting squeezed for a transaction early in the year when you have to turn yeah. your roster the first month. Um, so it's not that huge of a deal this year. So do you so want to CMC? Take a, the oh, CMC oh, team just got their first quarterback. Wow. Was, do you want do you want to take a running back here, or do you want to take Parm and hope and, and then or vice versa? Hope Parm's there at the end. Um, you know what? Guys. It's so much more fun to take Donald Parm. It's like literally, it. it's yeah, it's so fun. And and Evan would approve of of Donald Parm as well. Cool. Is Evan is Evan in on on former XFL great Donald Parham? He is. Yeah, I, I think okay. so. I think I think it's like an ETR thing as a whole too. So so everyone's in on on, on Big Dick Parham. Yeah. Yeah, Big well, Dick Parham, man. Yeah, I know. I know Levitan loves him. All right, and then we just have pretty much Mister Irrelevant at the end. Yeah, just such a fun dart to throw. Uh, it's, it's so funny. You can tell we've drafted a ton of basketball teams because, uh, all of us got so much excited these last 10 rounds on players yep. uh, taking these players. <laughs> yeah. Like early we were like, we were like, yeah, you know, it doesn't really make a difference between Devonta or AJ. It's like, who cares? And then we're sitting here like, dude, Parham, let's go. We're getting all our guys now. And then there's a the double James White. <laughs> like eight picks away from James White. We're counting it down. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Dude, my brain is like, uh, I don't know about you guys, but this is the most best ball teams I've ever drafted by like a factor of a lot. Like I I probably, I would guess 
my max in the past was like a hundred. And even that was probably like a lot, but the, I I'm like, Oh, I'm like over two fifty at this point. Like I just have been in these streets, dude. Well, I mean, credit um, underdog. I mean, that platform, yes. that yeah, platform the, yeah, the and is that, so great. It's so clean. It's so easy to use. It's so easy to load your ranks in. It's so easy to make adjustments. It's it's it really is just a, a really dope product, man. And and they've Josh, been, Josh they, Norris is in commercials now. I see Josh yeah. Norris in a commercial. Uh, and they yeah, they've put the pressure on everyone else. Like DK, like launch more tournaments and FanDuel. Yep. Uh, I mean, FanDuel is doing what FanDuel is doing, whatever whatever that might be. And Drafters yep. just got Drafters just got bought, and they're doing a big promotional push right now. So it's like you know, I it, it's. This is a great time to be a player. Like the rake on best ball is very low. That's really nice. Uh, yeah, it's just it's been it's been a good off season for to be a, a drafter. Well, UD like they they took the best thing of of of, of, of draft from a couple of years ago. That app was just so awesome. It was so shitty when it went away, and now they put these tournaments in and they combine mm-hmm. that and it's just freaking rocket shit. It was just cocaine, man. It was yeah. literally just cocaine. <laughs> Once that first puppy dropped, people were just like. Oh, dude, that, I'll never, I'll never forget watching the fill rate on the puppy two when they launched and being like, well, this has been live for four hours and it's 10% full. So <laughs> GG's. <laughs> All right. We're going, we're going Parham with the last pick. We already took No, we grabbed Parham. And so now oh. we're kind of just figuring out which like flyer running back, um, McFarlane or Brita, I guess. We, we still have a, a little ways, ways to go. Um, I will say okay, the what? CMC team uh, not doing it for me. Team two is a lot better than team one. No, the oh, CMC the far, team. The far, the far C- I, I told you, Pete always says the <laughs> CMC team loves to fuck it up. The CMC team in this draft takes CMC, Justin Jefferson, Allen Robinson, all good. Should have taken AJ Brown over Allen Robinson, but not going to quibble too much. Julio Jones over T Higgins. I think that's pretty bad. Josh Jacobs over T Higgins. I think that's really bad. Edmonds, Harris, Samuel Pittman, Parker, all not great. Leonard Fournette then goes three tight ends in a row. Zach Ertz, Hunter Henry, Austin Hooper, Latavius Murray, who seems closer to being cut than making an impact. Rich says, don't take Justin Tucker. This guy immediately snap responds by taking Justin Tucker. Malcolm Brown takes his first quarterback with Derek Carr and Deshaun Watson back to back. Uh, yeah, not 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 a fan. No, I mean, you just look at an FFPC format. I mean, his his starting tight ends. He's got to choose between Zach Ertz, Hunter Henry, and Hooper. Uh, and then he didn't take his first quarterback is Derek Carr. Um, it's tough. That's tough. Uh, Brita went. So all, all of our flyer running backs are gone here. Everyone's um, on the same page, man. On that boat. Yeah, I mean, there's like DJ Dallas, uh, Chris Evans, Cordell Patterson. Benny Snow, uh, Dude, it, yeah, Chris, is, Christian Curtis went too. Is uh, is CP Loki the handcuff running back to own in in Atlanta with with JV and Hawkins getting cut? I, I have so much Coriel back because <laughs> I was getting him in the last round every draft. <laughs> they actually switched Loki, him from wide receiver to running back on on FFPC. You the know, you, you yeah. know he's scoring. You know he's scoring at least one kickoff return touchdown. So you can use locking in six points, basically. <laughs> uh, Pringle. Uh... DPJ still there. Um... DPJ, lock it in. We can cut him. Yeah. We can cut yeah. him if we need to. That's cool. Yeah. Fair enough. DPJ, why not? All right. That's it, boys. We got it. 
All right, there we go. Uh, okay, so looking the at five... these rosters, uh, Team Two definitely stands out to me, although it did get shaky in the middle. But he start, his start was so good. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard. It's when you start Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Brown, Mark Andrews, T Higgins, Kyler Murray. I, I think you can kind of just do whatever you want for the rest of the roster because you you have a lot of very good players. I mean, Rich and I, when we we just hopped on, we were just talking about how. Last year, we basically had three good players and then half a season out of Austin Eckler, and that was enough for us to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people look at, you know, the totality of drafts and think you have to win the draft. That's something that I've harped on, you know, countless countless years. I mean, there are very few players that given an NFL season that are good from week one to week 17 that carry you. If you can just get a couple of those guys that are, are good, uh, you'll be all right. So, I mean, if Kelsey's good throughout the whole season, if Mixon's good throughout the whole season, we're going to be able to figure it out right like if, yep. if that happens uh so i mean that's all you're really looking for to have shake out obviously you want to objectively have the prettiest team or, or whatever you know take the prettiest girl to the dance but uh it never plays out that way man people get so in the weeds on that stuff i still think structurally building always will win out yes yeah i mean just drafting the right structure drafting the right positions where they're supposed to go yeah i mean it is it is clearly optimal and i I think we got close. Um, you know, I mean, we, I, so one thing is if we had taken T over Deontay, we would have taken Juju over Trey Sermon. I think that would have left us very thin at running back too, but we would have done zero running back. Like, you know, in the most traditional sense, which is where we had, you know, seven wide receivers. We felt comfortable starting at any given time, which, you know, to be fair, we all are kind of bullish on KJ Hamler. So I think we, we got a little bit lucky in that regard, but I mean, the, the luckiest thing we got is we got Hines after ADP white after ADP and Ty Johnson, who we all like, I, we have stuff there to cobble together running back to basically. Yeah. I, I think we're my biggest worry with this roster. Like I said, it'd be rounds four through seven, kind of just missing out on our guys, kind of our targets yeah. and settling a little bit uh, force us to take Judy probably ahead of ADP although there would have been no way for him to come back. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we would have liked to have, I think, a little, like, one more, like, wide receiver guy that had a little bit more of a Gibraltar to him, you know, a little bit more of a foundation. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we're also looking like, look at C.D. Lamb, and he's a guy who very easily could be that that, that rock. It's that, true. You know, and and, I, and, and that, that turn that we got, Mike Williams and Hardman, I think that really restored a lot of the upside to, to our receivers. Yeah, because if, if, if we get eight, eight really good weeks in McCole Hardman, like that, like we have solved that problem of not having enough touchdowns, right? Um, yeah, like, it, like the, the Hardman use case, I actually think this is helpful because Hardman's going to be kind of binary. Like, aren't we going to know like week two if we should ever be starting that guy or not? Like it should become, it, it's, I don't think we're going to have to be waffling on him very yeah. long like if, if if week one byron pringle has nine targets and hardman has a jet sweep and one deep target that he drops like we're gonna know yeah yeah i mean listen we've got we've got kelsey locked in i mean really the key to this team is gonna be joe mixon uh yes you know yeah. joe Which mixon, I, I didn't want to say it <laughs> yeah i mean it really is the key to this team because you look at how we structurally built this team it's like similar to last year in a, in a sense uh but you know our guy was derrick henry you know, so if Joe Mixon can provide us steady RB1 floor games with enough spike weeks, it will be more or less fine. Because you look at last year, we bricked our wide receiver picks. We absolutely did. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. We, right we took away. Jalen Rager. We took Odell Beckham. Mike Evans uh, was our, our wide receiver one. Or no, and we we, we had DK. DK. I'm sorry. DK was yeah. DK was like the only one. Yeah, DK reliable. was the only guy we hit on. Um, but we we bricked all the other picks and we bricked tight end because we took Noah Fant. Uh, we didn't brick it. He was just okay. Uh, you know, so we're getting Kelsey as as locked in. It, it really is. I think Joe Mixon is the key to this roster because if Joe Mixon's good, us having Kelsey, like we'll be able to figure it out around it. Yeah. I mean, basically we need Kelsey to kind of be our Henry from last year. Cause we were chasing our tails at tight end. So theoretically this actually would work out. Like if, if Kelsey stays healthy for 17 games, Joe Mixon stays healthy for 17 games, actually we're probably only chasing our tail at two positions, uh, which would be, I think we'll be chasing our tail a little bit at wide receiver four or, you know, our, our second flex, like, We'll, we'll have some weeks where we choose the start sit wrong there. Like, yeah. uh, you know, we, oh, we went Mike Williams and uh, KJ Hamler had a big game or, or, yeah. or Hardman had a big game. But at least we know we're putting a good player in there every, every week. Yeah. Like yeah. RB2, RB2 is, it's until Sermon kind of gets reliable, RB2 is going to be a real kind of clusterfuck, you know, every week to week. But I mean, we yeah, we, week one, week one, which running back do we put in there? Yeah. We, we really, we really have, we really have the stable of guys where you say, well, do we, do we put in Drake? Do we put in Hines? Do we put in white? Do we put in Ty Johnson? Who do you put in week one? I, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, the, the Raiders are going to uh, get blown out in week one. So. <laughs> or Kenyon Drake. Uh, no, little, but. Uh, the only team I own Kenyon Drake on, to be honest. Yeah, but looking at I, some of these other rosters, Looking at some of these other rosters, because you always want to scout the landscape, you know, obviously team two stands out. Uh, I think team nine, the team that went zero RB is, is really solid. I think they executed that, what they set out to do really well. Um, but then I see a, a few teams that are really going to help us. I think team 10 is dead. Uh, yeah, I think team 10 is really dead. Yes, team ten. Team ten uh, just simply cannot compete. They paid bad prices. They, they have no up. tight ends. Yeah. And they, they took four straight running backs and their receivers aren't good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think team, team two, uh, team five, I think it has a very interesting build. I, I could see, I could see team five doing very well. I don't yes. love what they did at tight end. I think that team should have taken Donald Parham. I don't, I hate the price they paid on Dallas Goddard. Uh, if you, if you're listening to this podcast, I'll have the link to the draft board uh, in, in, the podcast. Yeah, I like so team like, five. I like team five a lot. I do like that. Team. Yeah. T- team five did good. I mean, team six team took one, six two, is, three, like four. Start. They took like 10 running up, backs up, up until, up until Sony, I, I, like through seven. I like their start, but then, then they went Sony and then they just went overboard on running backs. Yeah. I mean, when you start Ezekiel and Najee Harris, the structure build is to ignore running back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, you add Sony Michelle, Jamal Williams, Ronald Jones, Alexander Madison. Like, uh, this team, that's, that is bad. That is just bad to take nine running backs. Even regard, yeah. like, even if you had a zero running back build, I don't think you'd take nine running backs. No, I mean, Thorman said, I mean, through seven rounds, that team is really good. It's solid because, uh, you know, you don't even have to like Mike Evans or Thielen. It's just solid because you start Zeke Harris and you go McLaurin, Evans, Steele, and you're on your path, right? You're on the pathway to stack receivers. Then you mix in a tight end. All right, it's fine. It's FFPC. You mix in Lamar. But now you've missed all the receiver runs, and you need to keep going at receivers, and you're already at wide receiver 45, and then you go Sony Michelle. Yeah. And it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. But the, the first seven yeah. picks were really good. And like we talked about, if he ends up hitting on a couple of these picks, if Zeke and Harris are that good, I mean, he'll, he'll be able to figure it out. But 
if Zeke and Harris are that good, like half of his roster is, is useless and he's just got to, he's going to spend, oh, I mean, he won't probably spend that much fab on wide receivers. He'll still probably spend fab on running backs. Yeah. Yeah. He just, I mean, the structure is, you know, just, he's got caught in the, that running back wake, uh, just picking all those guys. You know, definitely need to add wide receivers. Cause when you only add Landry, then you go, what he went eight picks without taking another receiver and then gets Josh Palmer. <laughs> Um, he just thought he just stopped taking receivers basically after his first his top four. Of course, of course, this high T drafter took Ronald Jones. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, you you know, team seven that took Mahomes in the third round. You start so you start Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, same thing. You need to hammer a receiver. He goes Mahomes. And, you know, then you end up with Tyler Lockett as wide receiver. When I like Tyler Lockett, that's fine. But then you know, then you're chasing at its position a little bit uh, from that point on. And then you mix in Stafford, but you already have Mahomes. Mahomes yeah. doesn't have a bye till week 12. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, no I mean, these are the mistakes you see. Not, I mean, uh, you've heard us in our draft. We have not by any means said that we had a perfect draft, but we did not make like absolute full pause in terms of structure and in terms of buys and stuff like that. Like uh, that you see these and in these $2,000 leagues, people still make. I mean, I, I've said this several times on this podcast, but the easiest leagues I play in are the FFPC main events. They have the, they have the opponents who like the players I dislike and there's less competition for the players I want off the waiver wire because those teams need quarterbacks, wide receivers and tight ends. And I generally uh, just need running backs in these leagues. Like it just the, the way I like to play, these are the perfect opponents for me to be playing against. Boom. All right, yeah. Rich, tell the people where can they find you, bud? I listen, man, at Lord Reeves in these streets, uh, sharp up analysis, ready for the season, man. I am absolutely just ready for the take machine to be over with at this point. Yes, please <laughs> save us from the take machine. Norman, where can they find you? Where can they, uh, when, when, when is the pace article up? Well, all the good stuff. Uh, well, the pace preview is up. Uh, the pace preview pod is, is up. The um, pace article comes out every week on Wednesday mornings. You get me uh, at Pat Thorman, at Pat underscore Thorman. And uh, yeah, I'm psyched. I'm I'm my, I'm closing on the house the day before the uh, the season kicks off, so I can mm. get rid of all these damn boxes and uh, and actually focus on something good for a change. So I'm yeah, pumped. there we go. All right, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week, and uh, yeah, follow Reeves, follow Thorman, and uh, yeah, talk to you guys soon. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes.